summer season in full force already and we've got one of the biggest ones of the summer we're gonna pump this bitch full of estrogen for a big helping review of wonder woman that's right did dc get back on track troy did dc get back on track find out soon. troy shut up you're not supposed to talk during the intro <laughs> trick it was anyways we got that plus we got a special guest so tune in for all that news all that and more on a very special review review Welcome everybody to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes and today of small town chic uh, for our Ooh. very feminist edition of Wonder Woman. Uh, <laughs> I'm burning our bras tonight. <laughs> I'm trying to the max extreme. I am JT3K. Today we are joined by your better half, JT. That's right. My significant other. That's right. We are joined by Molly Pop tonight. And so she is going to enjoy in all the greatness that we do yep. for until we go on for about an hour yeah. <laughs> and then we finally get to the show. You people are just missing the wonderful show that is her rolling her eyes at us for the next, I don't know how long. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows, my man? I'll tell you what I don't know. A lot, because I have been busy and I have not really done a lot of prep for this show. Fair enough. As I'm vigorously scribbling down notes. But I think I've got enough to get us started, JT. Here we go. Heard the paper shuffle (laughs) makes you sound more professional than what we are in general. That's right. That's why I do it stuff hard copy style. That's right. Can you hear that? That's real paper, baby. <laughs> hard, hard paper. Uh, Luke Cage, JT, uh, hit yeah. Netflix by storm. One of the highest watched Netflix shows yep. there was to date until Iron Fist beat it, even though it's... <laughs> that was so good. Uh, Iron Cage 2 starts filming... Iron Cage? Iron Cage. Luke Cage... <laughs> Jesus. They're mixing them up. Let me preamble by saying your dad force fed us three beers he did. before oh, we yeah. got here. Poured it down our gullets. <laughs> I'm sure it was force fed. It was. It, uh, I said, Dad, no. I've had enough. Enough. Uh, he was pretty sure he pulled a gun on us. <laughs> he, uh, he did, and he wouldn't let us say no. No. Yep. Your dad's a monster. Yeah. He is a man that will not let you turn down hospitality. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, Luke Cage season two starts filming now. It has already started okay. filming. <laughs> Immediately. Right, right this right second. This second whenever second. you're listening to this, <laughs> it has started filming right as I finish that sentence. Hold up. Hold up. So, so right now. No, no, what just before when I said now. So My bad. thirty nice seconds trick. before you did that. Nice trick. Yeah, God. we're on Damn to it. you. Very tricky, sis. Jesus. Tried to get me diagonally. <laughs> <laughs> you excited about Luke Cage too? Yeah, I'm excited. As long about- as they don't have some weird dude in a big fucking beekeeper suit or whatever the fuck that was. Mm. Yeah, he looked like a Goomba <laughs> from, like, Mario Brothers. He looked like 
Like, the stunt people before Evil Knievel. <laughs> <laughs> like, do this to make sure Evil doesn't die. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just make sure there's a shit ton of padding in it and I look stupid. <laughs> make sure it looks ridiculous as possible, please. You got it! So yeah, that starts filming. Good. Or has have started filming. Who knows what I've scribbled on these notes. <laughs> Chicken scratch. <laughs> um, I have a bunch of stuff. Uh, well, few things. Uh, that have started filming. One okay. being Krypton. Sci-fi channels answer... To Gotham. No Superman. (laughs) It's going to be about Superman's granddad, apparently. Yeah. As we've we've pieced together so far. We've talked about this. Uh, It's it's starting filming this summer, mere weeks away, and it's going to be filming in a very exotic location, Ireland. 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 Apparently Krypton, the rocky... Uh, shores of Krypton. Come on down to Krypton. Just <laughs> <laughs> looks exactly like. We'll give you a fresh Ireland. pint over here in Krypton. I'm, that wasn't even an Irish accent. <laughs> it sounded like a Muppet. Kryptonian. <laughs> yeah, it's Kryptonian accent. Oh, that's good. Oh, you got me there. Thank you very much. Come on, come on, swallow down a nice, nice, cool pint over here in Krypton. <laughs> Hey, ticket he, ticket he. And then Troy made it racist. Uh, so yeah, not looking. Molly, forward. give your best Krypton slash Ireland <laughs> oh, impression. Son of a bitch. Uh, just spot a tea. <laughs> That's our Kryptonian one. It's fine. Oh, it's yeah, not it's racist. You can't say not it's really. wrong. It's not wrong. Yeah, you can't say it's wrong. You don't know. It's another planet. You don't it's know fictional. what Kryptonians sound like. <laughs> Fiction. Uh, all got great news, JT. Yeah. When okay, so just recently was a little a party we had out back. Yeah. Because we threw a little shindig here called a garage sale. <laughs> yeah. Got after uh, all that shit sold, sold everything, cleared everything. house. We no everything. more merch. <laughs> We're out of merch. Partied that night to a certain soundtrack. Yeah, Top Gun yep. soundtrack. With that said, we two's in the works. We listened to uh, playing with the boys. We did. <laughs> Probably best song in the soundtrack. It is not the best song. Not to be, you know. Throw my opinion out there too hard. It's the best song out in the world. Probably in the world. In the world, yeah. <laughs> when when the song was made, the Lord looked down upon the song and said, you are my greatest creation. And then gave it a high five. Embraced it. He <laughs> lightly embraced its cheek. That's right. As to say, I love you more than anything I've ever made in my entire life. Tom Cruise saying in Top Gun 2, maybe another volleyball scene coming your way yes that's all i wanted i just wanted the same soundtrack (laughs) and a volleyball scene i just want shirtless dudes (laughs) playing volleyball here that's it hold my dog tags while i made this massive spike yeah and then high five pat asses yep that's it tight jeans end the movie there credits yeah that's all i need all you need that's all you need. Yes, yeah, aren't you gonna it's, miss the like towel whip? 
Like on the book? There's no Daddy, towel whip. No towel whip? No, no towel whip. Oh, right. Hey, it's a sequel. It could be. Change up the stakes. Yeah. <laughs> up give the stakes a, that towel whip. Give a little spank on the hiney with the towel. There you a little go. playful Have grab him. Gotta amp up the action in the sequel, Towel Whip a Bare Ass. That's right Ooh. on the volleyball court. Molly Pop, Sweet. will you be watching Top Gun 2? I've honestly never seen Top Gun 1. Oh my so... god. Might need to break it out for... We'll do it. We'll do a twofer. Oh god. <laughs> Top Gun 1. Top Gun 2. Double header. Yeah. Better be volleyball in this movie. If they're not, F. Yep. I'm going to throw whatever I'm holding in my hand at the screen. <laughs> Speaking of Tom Cruise, reviews for The Mummy are out. I've heard nothing but positive. I've heard <laughs> nothing but <laughs> mediocre to shit. Well, it is Tom Cruise, so... I mean, you can't, you know what? You can't replace Brendan Fraser when he did so good. That oh. is true. So Brendan good. Fraser killed it in The he Mummy. Did. He did. He did. It's the only thing he was good at. That's... Probably... It looks to the moon! <laughs> <laughs> he, he killed The Mummy. and uh, He did kill The what Mummy. What other movie was he as good as in The Mummy? Uh, you can't even name one. The only Monkey other... Bone? <laughs> no, not even real. That is real. But it's real fucking bad. awful. Uh, Chris Kattan playing a corpse and being uh, possessed by a monkey. Let's watch some weird shit. That's a real that thing That was our childhood. <laughs> I remember shit. one of my favorite movies growing up was Corky Romano. Oh, I know. God. It was real bad. You know what sucks? Okay, so I on my Pandora, I have a station called Mr. Mister, and it plays amazing songs. Yeah. But it plays that Take On Me song, which is very prevalent in Corky Romano. And even though I love that song... I always think of Corky Romano when it's on, and yeah, it just tarnishes it that much <laughs> that I just want to just oh, do awful things to something like a like an animal. <laughs> Gosh, Mister Mister is bringing out the worst in you. Mister Mister doesn't. Chris Kattan does. Hey, Chris Kattan was highly underrated. <laughs> <laughs> That's my eyes just bulge out of my head. He got some bad movie roles, but yeah, on he was Saturday good Night Live, in Saturday Night Live. He was hilarious. He was good in Saturday Night Live. Any movie that he was in, maybe besides Night at the Roxbury, Night at the Roxbury, he was fantastic in. Was garbage. Everything but that was garbage. <laughs> Come on, Corky Romano, garbage. <laughs> Those of you who can't see this, they are about to kill each other. We are okay, legit though. holding knives to each other's throats right now. It hasn't got to BVS, like, oh God. threat level midnight yet, so. It might, though, because we are talking about <laughs> DC, DC properties. Top of the hour, Wonder Woman coming at you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the mummy's out. Apparently it sucks. So, there you have it. There you go. Sum uh, it up. Called it. Just want to say, probably called it. Yeah. Can't remember if I reviewed, said it was going to be bad or not, but I probably said it was bad, so I called it. Called it. Uh, okay. Also, starting filming, JT, Hellboy, that uh, relaunched that uh, David Harbour yeah. playing Hellboy, uh, starts filming this fall. Okay. So not right at this at this not, moment. No. Not didn't right start right now. <laughs> yeah. Don't It'll wait. start 
whenever you're listening to this. So if you're listening a few to this, if you're listening to this in the fall, just do a revisionist for if they're listening to this in the oh, fall. Oh yeah, sure, yeah. Okay. Okay, so um, it's fall. Troy, go ahead with your news. Okay, it's starting filming right now. Oh, God. Okay. So get pumped for it, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Also, enjoy <laughs> those you. wonderful leaves that are changing color right now. Gotta get the foliage, babe. Yep, get ready for Halloween, everybody. Yep. Boy. And scene. Okay, now it's not fall anymore. Oh, I was going to say Christmas right around the corner, but we already ended the scene. No, okay. Damn it. Okay, back <laughs> in. Okay. <laughs> Got some casting news, JT. Yes. Uh, Snowpiercer, the series, yeah, uh, is casting a well-known actress for its upcoming uh, series. Mila Kunis. No. Even more well-known. I'm pins and needles over here. And it is female. You are half right, kind of. You said actress. Did I? I think you said actress. Well, fuck me running. I don't remember anything <laughs> I said. I'm half right when it comes to actresses. <laughs> <laughs> the actress in name is Jennifer Conley, mm. playing some unspecified role in the Snowpiercer series. She might fit right in. She does dower pretty well. She went to ass to ass once. That's true. Ass to ass. What a dark film. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Real, yeah, it's real dark. Anyone? Wonderful anecdote about that film of, uh, um, was making out with a high school boyfriend while watching that film. And What's he... his fucking name? <laughs> <laughs> and and <laughs> and you know that scene came on, which you know was poignant to like an awkward silence of you know lip smacking and then turning of the heads and just watching just. Just ass. ass to ass. Ass, ass to ass. ass. There's no other explanation. It killed the ass dude. to ass. That guy was super into it, too. <laughs> he really was. Yeah. He knew what he liked. And it's ass to ass. Yeah. Just yeah. watching suspenseful music of two women on all fours just going to you know, like down a on each other. group of men like watching it? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. The whole thing. It's, it's the only way she could make men. money. It was a party. Everyone was invited, apparently. <laughs> I would say it wasn't a party for some <laughs> in attendance. Well, I mean, she did get the crack, so I mean, you know, that's six true. one hand, half dozen another. That's right. I mean, so, you got the crack. You got, got yeah. the crack. Yeah. Literally. First party things first, you're get, getting what you came for. That's right. You got the crack. Party crack for one. For crack. I mean, yeah. it evens out. Nailed it. They went, they went crack to crack for crack. For crack. <laughs> that's right. This is good stuff here, fellas. All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Uh, last bit of news. I have more casting news, JT. You watched The Exorcist on Yeah, we Fox. both watched The Exorcist. How was it? Super good. I liked really, it. I really, really liked it. Never yeah. followed up on it. Chelsea's a scaredy cat. But yeah. I heard it was great. From you two. Yeah. Just now. Fantastic. Season two coming up right around the corner. Good. Guess who's joining the cast? Another female. Patton Oswalt. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Eliza Dushku. <laughs> what? No. Oh, goddamn! <laughs> you got me excited, you son of a bitch. That wouldn't that be amazing if you just kicked it? Uh, Chris. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Gina Davis. She was in it. Oh, I meant when I say joining, I meant leaving. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I read the note that I had right, bef- right below it. Shit. 
where Jennifer Connelly was joining. Turns out Gina Davis leaving Exorcist season two. What are you gonna do? So, uh, She's Regan. I don't know. A roller coaster of emotion right there. Yeah. We'll probably just kill her off right away. It's it's fine. Yeah. Well, they I still mean, got they still Regan. got hot model priest. Oh. Hot model don't, priest. Don't even. Hot model priest. Oh my god. Having weird sexy moments with. All right, that's enough. Jeez, We're put good. A, put a towel down. Oh over my there. god, she's put a bottle in her mouth while she's <laughs> talking about it too. Uh, <laughs> that's all the news I got. All right, today JT. Let me pull and up Molly Pop. All right, let me pull up what I got here. Uh, Troy, Sony. Oh, they're in the news. What have they done this for time? Lots of <laughs> It's always such bad stuff that they're into. <laughs> it's such bad stuff. Apparently, they are developing their clean versions of some of their more risque films. Oh, my. To kind of add on for certain purchases to uh, to uh, films. Okay. So, like, if you want to buy, like, let's say, uh, let's say, uh, Talladega Nights. Okay. And you want to be like, all right, I want to watch, but I want to introduce my child. Sure. My very, very immature child, Talladega Nights. Right. They'll include a clean version. Okay. So you can show it to your child, not to worry about him walking around saying fuck or or Jesus. I don't know. Jacked (laughs) up on Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah. They'll probably censor that too. Spider Monkey. Yeah. None of that going to be in there. They'll censor all that in there. So Sony doing that for all you parents out there. Troy, what do you think being a new parent? You know what? I think that's a pretty smart idea. Yeah. Uh, there's already a company out there that does that for almost every movie release right now. And it's like just a third party thing. And like they kind of get shut down by movie studios because they're using like, I mean, their movie without permission. Yeah. But they're editing it for like a Christian or child community. Yeah. So more people can watch it. And I think that's a good idea for maybe all, uh, companies to do. There you go. Just put it like a clean version. Yeah. Just something that the family can enjoy. That's right. I mean, not every movie's for children. So you don't have to, you don't have to make make Pulp Fiction a clean (laughs) version of that. Wouldn't work, but I'm just saying, like, I don't think it's a bad idea. I think it'll put that third party out of business if they everybody starts doing that. But well, we'll hey, see. it's America, land Come of on. opportunity. We'll see. I'm gonna go ahead and disagree with you there. Oh, citing censorship and all that other bullshit. But the the regular version's still out there. I know, but if you could just go around changing things to, like, save youth, that's just one step away from banning books from schools and shit like that. Censorship is still censorship. If you don't want your kid to hear swear words, don't let them watch a movie that has swear words in it. I do agree with that. Okay. But I don't feel like it's a terror, like, with the, like, a production, if Sony's doing it with their own stuff, I don't feel like it's a bad idea because the right original still out there with like on the same disc essentially yeah. so if it was like us <laughs> just taking it ripping it and then just like chopping up and putting it back out like that third party was doing yeah i don't necessarily agree with that and just putting it out but who knows 
don't know. The line with censorship is just real sticky. If they, it is. if they got in, if they went in and like during production was like, you can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. You need to make this rated PG 13. You need to cut it down to a G that would kind of suck. Yeah. Like if, but it's, that's not the same thing. They pretty much do that now where there's, like, the MPAA does that shit all the time now, where they're like, well, change this, or we're gonna make you, uh, NC-17. Even rated R is almost a death sentence for some films. Yeah. Because you can't get the same audience as you can for a PG-13. Yeah. Like, there's a documentary out there where, like, this film is, this film is not yet rated or something that's yeah, called. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, where they just go, like, super in-depth on the MPAA and how they're just, like, so fickle. Like, you can have, like... A movie where they like behead like nineteen people, but if you like show like a tit, then it's like already <laughs> NC seventeen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Like, and the same people have been on the MPAA for years. Yeah, and sometimes like they'll take they'll definitely take uh pre- like presidents over like something. Like if they like something more than something else, they'll just give it a rating that it wants. Yeah, like they're very very biased. Yeah. And it's screwed up. Just gonna green light this biopic on Jesus Christ where they <laughs> show yeah. blowjobs and tits and kill a man. God, but... how many people went and saw Passion of the... Like, I saw, like, parents, like, bringing their kids in there. Yeah. Well, it was an exception because it was a religious movie. Yeah. They're like, come on, let's all see what Jesus went through. Let's all see a man be tortured to it's death. It's legit a man being tortured for an hour and a half. <laughs> I still have never seen that movie. Oh, it's never so... It's to. awful. It's fucking awful. Never want to. Troy, your favorite show, your favorite uh, uh, station, Freeform. Yeah, my favorite. Your favorite. Can't wait to see. Like, apparently, they're doing a American. <laughs> apparently, doing an American reboot of the British, uh, big show Misfits. I've heard of the Misfits. I've heard of Misfits too. I've heard really good things about Misfits actually. Me too. Like, but it's on Freeform. Had... Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I think like the the British show is on Hulu. If you want to check it out. I think you're right. Actually has, um, I think that's where uh, Ramsey Bolton got his start, mm. was on that show. <laughs> Just going to groan gently uh. at all the men's names. <laughs> mm. uh. So there you go. Check it out on Freeform when it comes out. Freeform. We love Freeform. <laughs> number one. Number one. Freeform. Number one. Can Troy, try open that rumor mill. <laughs> I will take a sponsorship from anybody. That's the goal of the show, to get big, sell out, make millions. <laughs> Troy, I need, you, I need you to open that rumor mill. Good. Good. Uh, Justice League. Oh, my. Currently in the, in the supple hands of Joss Whedon. The Jossus. <laughs> Apparently, uh, there's a rumor going out there that these Justice League reshoots that are happening... Might be a little more significant than the studio was letting on. Uh, oh. Which is letting people to believe, are they losing faith in the Snyder and oh. trying to maybe go more weed in the knee? Oh, my. Oh, my. Some hot goss. Hot, that is some hot goss. That's some hot goss. Because rumor said before, nothing gonna change the movie. It's gonna have the same feel. Yeah. Now you're saying the opposite? Maybe. Could be true? There's a possibility. These studios are sneaky people. Sneaky 
Sneaky Peeps. Sneaky Peeps. <laughs> Bunch of sneaky peeps all riding around in there. We'll see. And now Warner Brothers Lock. I can't understand how Justice League hasn't been done for years at this point. They've been talking about it forever. <laughs> for literally ever. Well, when I was, like, looking up notes on Wonder Woman, I guess that it has been in the works since, like, 1997. They've been trying to oh, get a movie been trying, together. Yeah, they've been trying yeah. to put Wonder Woman out for a long fucking for time. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Justice League. There was almost a version of it in, like, 2004, I think. Or 2000. No. It was the year of the writer's strike. So it was, like, 2006 yeah. or okay. whatever. And it was the one where um, the guy who directed uh, George Miller. Yeah. Directed Mad Max or whatever. He was going to do a Justice League movie. That's right. You were and, bringing that up. And it yeah. was almost to film. And then the writer's strike happened. And then it all just went tits up. <laughs> so many of my favorite TV shows. Never get them back. Never get them back. They all Rip went Hero. to shit. And killed Lost, Daisies. too. Pretty Lost. much killed Lost. Lost. It definitely killed Heroes. Yeah. Oh. It- yeah, the show was so It freaking good. shoved heroes in its ass <laughs> and shit it out. And Pushing Daisies. Yeah, I heard Pushing Daisies is really good. Is it good? Well, yeah. it was good. Well, yeah. Until the writer's strike. Until yeah. the writer's strike. Did it come back? I don't believe it did. I don't remember. I think the writer's strike happened and I stopped watching it. Because, you know, the writer's strike happened, and then I never picked it back up again. So. God damn it. I was it too busy watching Conan O'Brien spinning his wedding ring for <laughs> for content. <laughs> God, I love those writer's strike years. <clears throat> Not glad it didn't happen again. Uh, Troy, Wonder Woman, we're going to talk about it Top later. Top of the hour. I guess Wonder Woman already making history oh my as being God. the... Highest grossing film for a female director. I think I read that it's it made 110 million domestically. Oh my! And I'm pretty sure it's a hell of a lot more worldwide. I've got what it made well, through. We'll talk about that. June 6th. Oh shit! Well, we'll talk about that. Also, it's a top grossing movie in another category as well. Ooh, Get to that later. Boy. Leave you hanging. Little, little nugget. Troy, are you following this Dan Aykroyd feud online? <laughs> no, didn't even know he <clears throat> oh, God. was trying to feud with anybody. So Dan Aykroyd yeah. apparently uh, came out saying that Paul Feig is the reason God, why the Ghostbusters... Yeah, female I did Ghostbusters see this bullshit. <laughs> oh, okay, you seem like you have an opinion. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> you haven't done anything in a long-ass time. Shut up. You're trying to hawk your shitty vodka. My one thing one thing I love the most about it was that he came out saying, like, he's officially not welcome on the Sony lot. And then Sony was like, <laughs> no, he is. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Dan Aykroyd, you stupid asshole. And, like, officially, I guess it officially all ends with, like, Dan, like, Dan Aykroyd just, like, kind of, like, crumbling and being like, I guess it was a good movie. <laughs> Stupid asshole. <laughs> and he's just trying to stir all this shit. <laughs> Stupid asshole. Uh, Fucking hasn't done anything since Ghostbusters 2. He believes in aliens, too. Of course he does. He does. He's, like, come out, like, said that, like, he's done the research. There's aliens. He's done the research. Yeah! <laughs> he's... I bet she's a goddamn flat earther, too, I tell you what. <laughs> No oh one will really God. make you mad. 
watch a freaking YouTube video on how do people like why people think the Earth is flat. That'll piss you right or, uh, right off. Fuck. There's a lot of them out There's there. There's a too. lot of like famous people that think the Earth is flat. Shaq think the Earth is flat. Wendy Williams thinks the Earth is flat. Doesn't Jaden Smith too? Jaden Smith is all up his own ass. Of course he probably <laughs> thinks the earth is flat. Did you ever see that gif online where it's just like Jaden Smith reacting to questions that people <laughs> ask? Oh no. It's like babies have fingernails in the womb and he's just like staring creepily into space like, what? They do? Uh, oh, so good. Oh. Shut up, Jaden Smith. You know who's funny to follow on Twitter though? Jaden Smith. <laughs> Speaking of Jaden Smith, Jane every Smith. once in a while he'll just post something so random, and it's like so hilarious because he's a crazy person. <laughs> crazy person. Oh, bless you, Jaden Smith. Bless you. Uh, Troy Suicide Squad. Oh my god. Did the review? Yeah, we loved it. We. <laughs> I think we loved it way more for our review than we do now. Yes. It does not age it does, well. It does not age well at all. <laughs> Coming off of Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad was a hit. It was. <laughs> and then BBS it just was hit terrible. the floor. You might listen to more of my BBS ranting later, but... Oh my god. It's... Yeah. We're gonna probably get into a fight, Troy. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Suicide Squad 2! Uh, yeah. Apparently, we'll be start filming in 2018. Oh, so it's right around the corner. Right around. Hopefully, the with their hopefully with director Mel Gibson. At oh my hell. god! If only. I hope. <laughs> I really fucking hope. I would love to see a a more anti-Semitic Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Just somebody gets crucified in the middle of it. <laughs> Tortured. Oh, All the churches shit. let you go see it. <laughs> oh, let you go see yeah. it. They'll show it in. All right, class. everybody, we're going to go see Suicide Squad too because Mel Gibson and Jesus. <laughs> he just gets it. Get the youth group together. <laughs> we're going to see Suicide Squad too. Pack the tri-state buses up. We're going. <laughs> get on in there. Let's get the sermon going. Uh, Troy. Yeah. A comedic actor apparently is going to be coming back to work after a 20-year hiatus. Dan Aykroyd? <laughs> no, he's too busy chasing <laughs> aliens. Okay. Rick Moranis. What? Yeah. Coming back to the fold? Apparently he's going to be coming back for a smaller, for the sequel to a smaller film that he did with Dave Thomas. Not Wendy's Dave uh, Thomas, because he's it. dead. But uh, there was a small movie made like in the 80s called Strange Brew. Okay. And I guess him and this other Dave Thomas are going to be filming the sequel to it. A mo- to a movie that nobody <clears throat> saw in the first place? I've heard about it. Like, Never it's like one of those it. movies where like if you like talk to somebody who's like in their mid-40s and is kind of annoying, they... Watch Strange Brew and they want you to see it too. Oh, they own it on VHS. Yeah, was, have you seen Strange Brew? <laughs> like, no. Like, oh my god, you need to see Strange Brew. <laughs> like, I'm gonna give you my VHS tonight. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> it's like one of those. <laughs> but no, I'm pumped for more. Like, I guess 
I heard I read somewhere like Rick Moranis like got out of acting because like his wife got like yeah like sick yeah she got like super sick and then like uh, when she died he didn't feel comfortable like just leaving his kids yeah on their own so he just like quit to be a full time dad super honorable like yeah because I always wondered like what happened to him I know he like, fell off the face of the earth almost and so I I looked it up one day yeah and his wife got really sick and then he just raised a family I'm like I can't argue with that no shit you gotta do what you gotta do oh, yeah. Love so, me some Rick Moranis. Yeah. That'd be cool to see him come back. Yeah. Maybe do something that's not Strange Brew 2. <laughs> Honey, I blew up the kids 14 or whatever yeah. it is. Honey, I blew up eight kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think Honey, I blew up the kids is on like one of the streaming services right now. And I wanted to have all of them. Like Shrunk the Kids, Shrunk the Kids 2, Blew Up the Kid. I don't know which ones are which. One of them is ourselves. Shrunk ourselves? Blew yeah, honey, ourselves. we shrunk ourselves. Yeah, I remember that one. Honey, we blew ourselves. I remember, honey, I <laughs> shrunk ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Honey, I, we just did oral. That's, that's really one of them. Go get that tape recorder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Oh, here's one for you, Molly Pop, that you'll oh, really? enjoy. Uh, Harry Potter. Guess there's going to be a prequel. You say. There's going to be a prequel in the works revolving around Voldemort. Isn't that just what? Um, oh my god! Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, that's all it is, anyways. And they well, they don't care. It. They need to make a universe <laughs> out of it. No. They need to make a no. universe. No. They need no. to make a universe. Let a good thing die good. <laughs> just let it die. They're making a universe. Let it die with honor. Well, if anything has Johnny Depp in it, they are going to let it die. Yeah. I swear <laughs> to God, if Johnny Depp is Voldemort, I'm literally, I will suffocate it myself. Shh. It's okay. It's okay. Shh. Wait, who did Johnny De- Depp end up being in? He's going to be He's the, like the uh, guy that, like, I can't remember his name. But he's like the one that, like, uh, Dumbledore captures that makes him famous. I don't fucking know. It's like know Grindenwald, I think. So, yeah, it sounds yeah like that, that sounds right. It sounds about right. I didn't like that movie. It, I didn't like it It either. was terrible. <laughs> Thank was you. Terrible. Yes. The best part of that movie was the opening sequence where the, like, Warner Brothers Harry Potter part came up and it played the music. That was the best part of the whole movie. Wow, Jesus. you tuned out early. Oh, God. <laughs> I had one moment of, like, wonderlust and transported to my childhood and then they just killed it just right off the bat. Well, it's our review. Vegan style. <laughs> our review is up somewhere. It's it's in there somewhere. Who knows where it is? Search it. through like a bunch of news that's probably already way past <laughs> due. Uh, Silicon Valley, Troy. Uh huh. Got Molly popping into it. She's like on the second season, I think. Halfway through the second season. I think I'm clipping along at a pretty good pace. Good. You know, pretty if good. HBO's app would just work. Work. I know. Yeah. They. <laughs> God. Yeah. They have been freezing a lot lately. Yeah. A lot. I tried to watch a freaking movie the other day, and it just paused like every ten minutes Ugh. to buffer. Son and I'm of like, a what bitch! The fuck! We I think it took us what an hour and a half to watch the, the second to last episode of Leftovers. It took us like a long time. I think we were yeah. watching it for like an hour and a sometimes, half. Sometimes, like hours. sometimes it works good, and then sometimes it's like I would rather drown myself in a bucket of bleach <laughs> than keep watching this. Yeah, it's super, and it doesn't matter what time of day it is, because I thought it was just, like, at peak time. Yeah, that's was what doing I thought, it. too. And it's not, no. because, like, I've been off for a while on paternity leave. Yeah. We've been trying to watch a movie, like, 
two in the afternoon and it still buffers like <laughs> fucking shit. I've had it. Anyways, Silicon Valley. Yeah. I, I love guess, that show. Uh, TJ Miller will not be returning next season. Really? Yeah. Oh my. It's off to bigger and better things. It's off into the, off to the movies. Off to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> too busy making annoying ass comedies with Jennifer Aniston. Ugh. I did not like Office Christmas Party. I knew it wasn't going to be any good. I know. I know Molly stayed up and watched. I fell asleep during it. I watched it just for the, like, absolute idiocy. Like, you know, like, when you kind of, like, just sit and watch a movie and you chuckle, but you don't really know why you're chuckling? <laughs> it might have just been because I was tired. You just like the noise. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> kind of like a baby just, like, staring at lights. Like, ooh, that's pretty. Yeah. You, like, watch that's... a movie for the same reason, like, an old person watches a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I just pretty like much. the colors. <laughs> yeah. I just like the company. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've been equally entertained by the Weather Channel. (laughs) Uh, Troy, uh, brought it up on one of our earlier shows, TNT's Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Ooh. Getting, uh, I guess, getting a show run by M. Night Shyamalan. Yep. Oh. It's, well, don't worry, because it's it's dead on arrival. It's gone. It's not, not happening now. What? Not happening. Come on. TNT just pulled that plug. They pulled out. Pulled the oh, shamel on. That was a roller coaster. Yep, of they pulled a shamel on. <laughs> what a, a twist. Shamalon. Yep, they pulled a twist. They, they, they put shamel on in charge of something and then they did a twist of it's not happening. Shamalama twist dong. But uh, Split was really. I just saw Split. Did I tell you that? Oh, really? Yeah. I just saw, talk like, about that, for, or were you gonna put that in your what you've been watching? I should have put it like a while ago, but oh, okay, <laughs> I saw it like a month ago. Okay, really good. Yeah, right. So I think Shyamalan's back on it. Back I enjoyed on the it. Horse. Are you are you on board with the with the universe that he's trying to make though? Yeah. All right, close enough. <laughs> I'll take it. Like, because right. what I said before. Was like I don't need like the way they're going about it with the mummy saying like yeah. this is happening and this is happening and we're all gonna clash together like the Avengers but it's monsters and it's Tom Cruise and whatever yeah like just a subtle hint and be like yeah this is also happening over here yeah is fine with me that's okay I don't need it Shh, fucking cram stuff down my throat yeah that's it split was good so I don't know. <laughs> But I like the idea of them doing a universe with this just because it's like, it's, even though it's very far-fetched characters, it seems more, like, based in reality a little bit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because people who have, like, weird morphing body personality disorders is, like, really grounded in the real world. Yeah, but, but no, but that, I know, well, that's far-fetched. I'll give you that. But it's like, like, it's actually someone going to see a therapist and actually trying to like pull pull out all these personalities and trying to figure out who they are. It's not like someone being like, "Oh, I feel evil. I'm going to put on a costume and fight people." Yeah. Other than like the beast, all the other people are like actually yeah. split personalities like, I, that you can believe. Okay, well, s- small spoiler for Split, but I do feel like I I like the idea of him as a character because it feels like there's a small cult developing in his his own personalities. Yeah. And I like that, where it's like he has all these other people that are like completely against what these three are doing. Yeah. 
But because these three are like the most outspoken and most like like charismatic, like they're taking over. Right. And I don't know, I like that idea. Like there's a small community built inside of him. Yeah, I like it too. And Bruce Willis is strong but doesn't like water. <laughs> there you have it. I don't know. I feel like as far as M. Night Shyamalan goes, I was... <laughs> what was that last name? What was it? <laughs> as far as he goes, I watched like that entire movie waiting for a twist, waiting for a twist, waiting for something interesting to happen. And then the interesting thing was just, oh, and these two things are connected. Like, no, this is dumb. It's just dumb. Yeah. Dumb. Don't like I don't it. Know. I liked the whole twist of her being like the reason why she doesn't want to go home. That was kind of a twist too. No, it wasn't. You knew that was coming. Not necessarily. Like I knew that she was wearing a bunch of layers, but then when it was like, oh yeah, you yeah, I'd see why you would rather stick around this home, like this homicidal psychopath. And it wasn't necessarily a twist either. It's more like things unraveling that you didn't know. It just didn't like. Totally do a 180 and be like, yeah. turns out True, it's yeah. been in the future True. the whole time, man, True. and yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah. werewolves or whatever. Yeah. But I do like that idea of it where, like, she's in a really horrible situation, but she's still, like, holding back because where she's going is probably just as awful, if not more awful. Yeah. If she goes home. Yeah. <laughs> and, Sh- like, Shyamalan has been on a really descending path for a while yeah. and it's well, just recently been picking his head back up yeah like well, the I visit e- was really good i i, I loved the visit i didn't see the visit i did like the visit i like the visit a lot like it was slow but like the storyline itself was like slightly intriguing and then the twist was like all right you know i could see that happening yeah yeah now would okay let me throw this out there would you be upset because i mean split kind of had like a twist ending more like of like, not a twist, but like a tilt, head tilt ending. Like, oh, <laughs> like pivot. Yeah. Would you be More upset? More like a Tim Allen ending. <laughs> would you be upset if you went to a Shyamalan movie and there was no twist? Like, it just played out like, like a movie, no twist. Would you be like, like, what the fuck, man? I got ripped <laughs> yeah. off. I know that he kind of like shot himself in the foot with that because everyone just expects it now when it's yeah. his names and. In- Involved. It would almost be a twist if he didn't put a twist. Oh my god. Well, he did that with Avatar. Nobody saw Avatar. Nobody saw... No one gave a shit about Avatar. I saw Avatar. <laughs> Part of my childhood died that day. That I was movie never made so pissed. Ugh. I heard that movie was ape shit. It was... Oh my god. If I could go back in time and, like, kill him before that atrocity <laughs> happened, I would be doing the world a favor. Uh, sorry, Airbender. I'm not really sorry. In all honesty, though, like, that was, like, in my opinion, one of the best kids' TV shows ever, if not one of the best TV shows. Like, it had, like, good character arcs, and, like, the good guys weren't really good, and the bad guys weren't really bad, and very well-rounded, gave you a lot to think about as a kid, and then M. Night Shyamalan comes and just takes a (laughs) giant fucking shit (laughs) off. Yeah, I I actually heard the last Airbender, like, the Avatar, uh... Cartoon, cartoon series yeah. is actually really highly regarded as being pretty great all throughout. It's so, so that's good. why it even made it like an even greater dump. Yeah. That Shalomalan, or whatever you called it, <laughs> just Shalomala. tried his worst at it. So, 
Just yep, shitty it. CG. Right. What did we start on? I can't remember. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> last bit of news. Okay. Uh, the Dark Universe, Universal. Yeah. I guess they're getting into a dark dick measuring contest. God. With Warner Brothers, who is apparently going to sue them. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Because Warner Brothers says that, well, we actually had Dark Universe... First, because we were going to do Justice League Dark, but call Justice League the Dark Universe. Bullshit. <laughs> Brothers is full of so shit. So now it's <laughs> just, yeah, it's this big Dark Universe dick measuring contest between Universal and Warner Brothers. Bullshit. Goes to show you that studios are just as mature as, like, <laughs> children. children. Well, freaking Universal already put up the logo. Too bad. They yep. already got it. Yeah. They already got it. They got it. What let, is, them, let them make their shitty mummy, mummy movie. <laughs> what have what has Warner Brothers done yet? Just passed on a bunch of directors for Justice League Dark? Uh, we'll see. Well, we'll see what they did soon with Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the hour. Top of the hour. Uh, a few minutes. A few minutes. But first. But first. We're going into a little segment that we call You Know It's Done. Oh, God. <clears throat> phone that in. Sorry. Is that Hardy J? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he must have took up smoking. Now he's got one of those talk boxes. <laughs> <laughs> he hides it so well. <laughs> so the trailers of the week. JT, I only have one that I want to talk about. I may have a couple. Oh my. Yeah. Leave yeah. on the edge of my seat. One I saw before I went to go see Wonder Woman is uh Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, I heard that was on. I didn't see it yet. It is quite an interesting trailer. Now I heard the book is amazing. Because Chelsea said she read it, I think like in middle school or high school or something. And she said, I don't remember who killed whoever on it. But the trailer has a huge cast. Like, I can't remember who the cast is, but everybody I saw, because uh, somebody was speaking like, oh, there's a murder on this train, blah, 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 and talking to, like, everybody in that train car, and there was, oh, like, sweet. big name here, big name here, big name here, big name. I'm like, holy shit, there's a ton of people yeah, in this I heard Yeah, I heard it's packed as fuck. And uh, it looks good. It, like... Looks very well shot. Uh, I don't know much of anything about it, like the story. So I'm hopefully it stays that way and nothing's ruined for me. But looks really good. Molly, do you know anything about it? Uh, no, I don't. Isn't that written by Agatha Christie? I have no idea. Well, I know, like, if it is, she was a pretty predominant, like, detective novel writer. And I mean, it's... It's a whodunit, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, should be good. Who done it on a train? That's right. That is right. Looks fantastic. <laughs> I am looking forward to it. Almost to say we should include it on the oh, docket. Oh, God. Put it on the calendar. Put it on the docket? Yeah. I don't know when it comes out, but we should put it on the ca- on the calendar. Put it on the docket. 
So does that mean I should like read the book so that way then I can just tear everything? So you can yeah, there you go. So you can do more research. Watch the movie first. This is awful because just no, don't do that. In the book, in the book, this is what happened. There you go. I'll be that guy. This is this this was this was our relationship during the time of Game of Thrones when the books were included. Oh my god, I'll still go off and be like, nah, in the books this would have never happened because this person was dead like. 500 pages ago. Yeah. Well, well uh, that's your that's your trailer trailer? That's it. That's my only well, one. Well, I've got two TV trailers. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my damn. My first one, HBO, I guess, is coming out with a show ran by the Duplass Brothers. Oh, my. Okay. It's actually an anthology series okay. called Room 104. Okay. Where uh, every story takes place in the same hotel room. Room 104. Okay. Got a rotating cast of characters in there? Yeah. Yep. Lots of rotating characters. It seems like a very uh, diverse series of stories. Okay. A lot of differences between all of them. Okay. I'm curious to see how it turns out. Duplass Brothers are pretty good. Yeah. They're very, they're more like indie film-esque. Yeah. And that's what this kind of seemed like. kind of seemed like a lot of like... Very like people like being like very real, like talking over each other and stuff, like conversational. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. There seem like some very high tension points in there too. That'll be kind of interesting to uh, see in the future. Check it out. Might check it out when it comes out. HBO, get your shit together. Get yeah. that app working. Yeah. Still, they got good content. Good, great content. Great content. Finished Veep. You finished Veep. A while ago. Should have talked about it before. but You are just dropping the ball. <laughs> yeah, well, don't say anything, because I think we're on, what, season we two just, and a half? We, we just got into the second episode of, like, season three, I think. Oh, well. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh. Must have binge-watched in the 45 minutes that it actually worked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my last thing. Uh, Netflix coming uh-huh. out with a show starring Jason Bateman. Oh. And it's oh, more of a serious role. I saw this. The Ozarks. Is yeah. that what you're talking Ozark, about? Ozark. Yeah. It's called. It looks really interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. Really tense. Yeah. Like, it kind of threw me off. And, like, Jason Bateman is, like, playing, like, a super serious role, but he doesn't even seem, like, out of place. Yeah. I know. I want to see it. Mm-hmm. Real bad. And it's a series, too. Like, yeah, I thought it was series. a movie at yeah, first. Yeah, I thought saying. it was just a movie, too. And the whole thing's streaming. No, it's a series. Ow! Netflix. Getting up in there. <laughs> Getting up in it. But so, yeah, that looks really good. The yeah. Ozark. I think Ozark. Laura Linney's also in it, too. Yeah. Lots of, lots of big names in it. Big names. Big names. The Ozark. Ozark. Check it out. Check it out. That's it. That is it, Wall. Much to Molly's chagrin. Yeah. We are getting into Wonder Woman right now. <laughs> All the world is waiting for you. <laughs> uh, little specs before we get into it. Drop some facts on us, you T-Max. bet. Uh, as of June 6th. Get us, give us the T-Facts. <laughs> the T? T-Facts coming up. <laughs> Uh, as of June 6th, the production uh, for Wonder Woman, $149 million. Ooh. It is domestically made 129.3 million worldwide 254.3 million ranks according to box office mojo number one 
in World War One films. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> movies ba- movies based on World War One. It's the best it's one. It's the best. Or at least the highest grossing one. Okay, good. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 90. 90- What's number two? Did you get number two? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get number two. Sorry. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it Big at a fish. 93%. <laughs> IMDb has it at an 8.2 out of 10, Ooh, and ChristianAnswers.net gives it an average. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's what those kids are doing. <laughs> there you go. So, JT, what happened make in me Wonder Woman? Synopsize this. The fourth DC uh, live action feature this point it's the only one i'm acknowledging whoa whoa opinion okay spoilers. opinion spoilers come on <laughs> well we uh are introduced to a young lady named diana in the very far off island of Femiscara. yes where she comes across a pilot who has downed himself on the beaches of said Femiscara. I hate it when you down yourself. Got totally down. <laughs> and uh, upon uh, having a conversation with said pilot, she realizes there's a war going on out there. <laughs> and she is led to believe that it might be the concoction of this crazy, despicable god known as Ares. <laughs> so she's set out to go battle on the front lines of this war and find that son of a bitch Ares. <laughs> well said, JT. Best one yet. You know, <laughs> I concentrated pretty hard for that one. So, uh, spoiler free at first for all the people who yep. haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, what are we thinking of Wonder Woman? I'm going to give it to you, Molly. I, I thought it was pretty good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And as far as uh, the DC universe goes, which I hate because I don't like DC. <laughs> Strong words. All right. There you go. Um, it, was, it was the best. It's my, definitely my favorite. Very good. Very good. I would also like to say this movie is my favorite DC film <laughs> to date as of right now. Who knows? Yeah. Justice League may blow it out of the water. Look out. <laughs> Uh, it did dethrone Man of Steel for me. Man of Steel was my favorite one to date of the three of them that were out. Man of Steel, Suicide Squad, and BVS. Yeah. Not really hard. It's not, yeah. (laughs) But Wonder Woman was really good. It showed, um, a lot of emotion that I was, felt like I was lacking in other DC films. All of them. All of the emotions. Yeah, it didn't just... No, all the DC films. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so there was that. It just wasn't sad and angry. So that was good. Yeah. Um, had a little bit more color in it in a few parts. Like um, literal color? Yes, literal colors, visual colors. <laughs> literal visual colors. Um, and uh, I felt it was... a Of all of the movies that needed to be good... For superhero movies, especially for DC, this needed to be the good one. Yeah. And I feel like it didn't disappoint. So that was good. I've, um, I'll i get more into it later, but I felt like it uh, delivered on all the things that it promised. Yeah. JT. I think 
out of the ones that DC needs to be good, I think Justice League is the one that needs to be good. Yes, but... But I've... this is definitely one that it's refreshing that this is good. Yes. Because... When I say that... The... Okay, we can... I think we brought this up before, too, and we're yeah. saying, like, of all the movies that need to be good, financially... Well, you know what? Critically, it needs to be Justice League for it to continue. Yeah. But, like, for this one to be good, it's, like, a big step for just being, yeah. like, a woman director, a ma- oh, like, a woman hero. Mm-hmm. Like, just, you know, those two points alone yeah. is a big, huge thing that Marvel has yet to do. Yeah. The only thing they've gotten close is the Jessica Jones series, which was good. Mm-hmm. But yet, like, it didn't... It had, like, directors that were all over the place. Yeah. But, like, a strong female hero she was, even though she was kind of a dickhead. Mm-hmm. But did you see Jessica Jones? No. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> I watched, like, Daredevil, and I could never get into any of the other ones. Like, love Daredevil. You probably won't like it then. <laughs> David Tennant's the bad guy. Yeah. I know. Joel talked it up. So. He was a really good bad guy. He was a good bad guy. I know. I need to check it out. For shame. For shame? But anyways, Wonder For Woman. Sure. Wonder Woman. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it. pretty much what you guys said. I really enjoyed it. It's not a perfect film. No, I do have some nitpicks yes, on it. Yes, I do as well. I have some pretty big nitpicks <laughs> near the end, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's. I, I think it's a combination of Captain America and Thor, and in some ways, yeah. I feel like it takes elements from those and actually makes them better. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they... They did a really good job in flushing out a character and, like, making you feel for them and actually feel good that about a hero. There's so right. many, like, anti-heroes nowadays where yeah. it's like, oh, they, they were an asshole and then they became a hero. But it's so hard to get into them. But with this, like, the way Wonder Woman presents herself, like, you're on board almost from the start for her. Right. Like, uh, like a lot of people, like... We're kind of skeptical on like if Gal Gadot can hold a uh, role like this, and I was a pretty big fan of her throughout. She's very to charming. To be honest, yeah. yeah. Like even with the, uh, uh, she even kind of plays like the whole fish out of water, like the naivete right. with it. Like actually plays it kind of charming. Yep. And I, she never really plays it off like she's dumb. She's just in right. another, another place. Yep. And she's getting used to things. Yep. And I. I appreciate that. Like, with a Thor where he's, like, already being, like, dumb, like, ah, give me some more mead and throwing this glass. Like, it's like, you wouldn't act like that in a place that you don't know where you are. But with her, like, she is actually like, okay, well, I'm going to do what I normally do, and then if people correct me, then I'll course correct. I'll try and figure out a way on how to live in this world but not change who I am. Right. And I like that idea of this film. Mm-hmm. And then... Like, comparing to, like, Captain America, like, they have a lot of war footage, and it's, like, her going out for the war, but I feel like they actually take the time to show how people are suffering in this war, and yeah. actually make you feel like, she, like, how she feels, where she's like, I want to help these people, and it's like, well, one thing at a time. You said you want to go to the front line, but now you want to help this random family that comes up to you saying, save my kids. Yeah. Like, you can't do, you can't do both. It's one or the other. Right. And I think they do a really good job of, like... Showing that. Yeah. Just like a woman can't go to the grocery store, has to make four stops along the way. <laughs> I just love that she's be, here. Just she to make, be clear, she can make stories men like, didn't say that. Yeah, she can say <laughs> stuff like that. I love it. 
so yeah, okay. So ground feelings out of the way. Let's get into some spoiler talk. Um, the movie was great. Everything that you were saying, JT, a hundred percent right on. Like one of the my favorite parts of the film is near the middle when they are they get to the trenches. Yeah, and she is like even before they get there. They're going to the, quote, front lines because mm-hmm. that's where she wants to go for the first half of the movie. Yeah. And then they get there and she's like, the horses are stuck in the mud. She's like, I can help. Just And the whole time, Chris Pine or Steve Trevor, yeah. he's like, okay, no, we can't. We can't yeah. if you, we need to press you, on. Yeah, we, you were like telling me for weeks on end, like, I want to go to the front lines. We're like almost there, and now you're just like, but these people, yeah, like no, like, pick your battles. Yeah, and the battle is out there, man. Yeah, but yeah, that was like one of my favorite parts in the movie altogether, and that whole ramps up into like the big mid movie fight scene or whatever, yeah. which is awesome. Oh, so good. That okay, so you know, like a few weeks ago, like I told you that I was getting really sick of the Wonder Woman theme, that like rock guitar. Yeah. It worked. They in... throw it in there where you're like, fuck yeah! <laughs> Kill these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I lo- I'm glad they didn't like just keep playing it through the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Because it would not work. Like they peppered in when like she's at her most badass, where it's like when you hear it, you're just like, oh fuck yeah, Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I loved I loved anyway, um I I love the fact that she is She's like what Superman should be. Superman yes. should be like help want to help everybody and she's wanting to help everybody and she yeah. can. She probably can do it. Yeah. But because they keep having to press on because there are other things at work here. Yeah. That she can't help them. Yeah. It's like it's it's fr- almost frustrating because you feel her frustration mm-hmm. that she knows that she can help people. Yeah. But she's not being let to help people by like Steve Trevor and the group. Here, here's me starting to shit on DC now. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Because uh, this shows how big of a piece of shit Man of Steel was. Go ahead. Because you have Wonder Woman who they have a scene in here where a, an entire town gets gassed. Yeah. And she goes out of her way to go there. Yeah. Knowing that her life could be on the line if she goes there and she does and she sees all this destruction and mayhem and she is broken. Right. And she even to the point where like she gets to she talks to the one person that she can trust and she pushes them away because it's like, no, I I can't even talk to you because I feel like even you're responsible for this horrible thing that just happened that I feel responsible for. Yeah. Cut to Man of Steel, where he levels an, an entire city block. Yeah. And he's like, I don't see what everyone's crying about. I know I've seen Man of Steel. I literally cannot remember anything about it. See, I Man of Steel was so splitting when it came out because it wasn't the normal Superman that everyone was... A, it was like... It was so contradictory. And I ended yeah. up liking it. But, like, the farther I get away from it and the more stuff that that's good, like Wonder Woman that comes out, yeah. it's like, that could have been like this. Man of Steel is like Suicide Squad to me, where the the more it, I let it digest, the more I'm like, that's not Superman. No, it's not. It's not anywhere close to Superman. And then, like, 
there's like things in Wonder Woman where I feel like they pep- they try to pepper that in, but it's such a good movie that it overpowers it. Mm-hmm. But it's very apparent in Man of Steel where it has the it has the potential to be a good movie, but it just can't get over itself about like we this cool action scene here and this cool action scene here, even though it makes no fucking sense in the story whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like everybody is so contradictory in Man of Steel. Like his his parents, for one, are just like, no, you you got all these great powers and you could you could help some people, but you probably shouldn't though because then they'll call you a monster and they'll hate you. But you shouldn't probably help them or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> what are you trying to say, dude? <laughs> like it doesn't make any fucking sense. The best part about Man of Steel is its trailer. And it's sound- <laughs> that's it. And it. its soundtrack. That is it. The main Man of Steel theme is the perfect. It's cool. Like I've been thinking about it like for so long because it's one of my favorite themes of all time. Yeah. And it's the Superman story wrapped up in a song. Yeah. And it just starts out slow, and with like the piano or whatever. Yeah. And it's totally like kind of morose and sad, and mm-hmm. it's just a lone piano like the lone survivor of, of a dead planet. Yeah. And then it ramps up and like becomes uplifting yeah. and like a thing you can strive to be happy and glad and like hopeful. And that's it not crescendos Superman. into yeah. this big, magnificent piece. And that's not man. Of and Steel. it's not man of steel. <laughs> you get tricked by the music and I fall for it every time. <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. The one thing Go I do remember it. about Man of Steel was the, like, unashamed sponsorship by Sears. Oh, yeah. Sears is all oh, over that shit. Oh, my God. That, that was so bad. Bob Vila almost played Zod. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Um, I do have some nitpicks in it. Yeah. Um, Even though the fight scenes were well choreographed, I thought, in my opinion, it felt... Like, they still did that weird slow-mo thing. Yeah. Not about the slow-mo thing. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, they should have cut it back by, like, 70%. Like, I liked it a whole bunch at the beginning. Like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And then it got, like, halfway through, and I'm like, all right. Well, that's been done. Yeah. I just imagine Zack Snyder, like, taking the final print and then, like, sneaking into an editing room going, hee <laughs> 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 Like, I... It's been done so much since 300 came out, and I feel like it's also been done better than this. Yeah, I had a weird thing where, because they tried to do, like, a weird thing in some shots where they'll do the slow, like, they'll go into, like, a slow-mo bit in the action, but they'll also, like, turn the camera to give you a different angle on it. Yeah. And it just, it felt like Wonder Woman at some points didn't have any weight to her. Yeah. You know, like, she would just kind of float on the ground. Mm -hmm. Not, like, in a godly way or, like, a I can fly kind of way. Like, she just didn't have any, like, impact. Yeah. And I I didn't feel like it worked in some and there's of the times there was times, especially, like, in that, that, mid, that mid-action scene where I feel like if they would have just, like, cut back on the slow-mo, like, the, the scene would have felt way more intense. Yeah. Than what it was. Like, to slow down, like, you're absorbing what's happening now. Like, you're not being in the fight with her. You're, like, taking a step back and being like, oh... Maybe this isn't as bad as I thought it was. Yeah, and because the slow mo doesn't do anything. Just no, it doesn't. Like it just shows pose. just shows her posing. Yeah, which is dumb. Just like show her fight. If you show her fight, then it's like holy shit! I'm like it's chaotic. Like right. 
And but and the way they were shooting it, like it didn't feel like I didn't know what was going on. Like right. it was actually really good fighting. Yeah. And but like they and they also did like a slow mo shot when like sometimes when she would hit somebody, and then they would just kind of float away. And I'm like, it, you don't get like the impact of something. No, yeah. The the one thing where you feel like we should got the impact is when like when they were there was that sniper in that tower, and they're like, oh God, shield, yes. and so they jump off that. She jumps off that door and like rockets toward that tower, and, and you level, just yeah. hear it. Thud and yeah. like just capsizes oh. and like oh my god she's a total badass I know yeah that was really cool but otherwise like even when you see in the trailer when she knees that guy out of a window like it just doesn't feel like it has any like yeah impact you yeah. know and that's what I feel like the slow mo kind of fucked everything all up mm-hmm. like you can see yeah instead of you, instead of like have like having like uh, areas where you can kind of make use your own imagination. Like they slow it down. And be like, see, look how fake this is. <laughs> yeah, and it, sometimes it did look really fake. Yeah, like because like it did. It, but then if it was if it was like moving fast, like you can tell it's being fake. You can tell that it's like CG'd. But like if it's moving fast, you, I'm like I'm I'm more I'm going with the flow of it. Right. Where it's like there's enough here where I can put it together where. Yeah, this is a good action scene. Right. But then they slow it down where you're like, ah, fuck, now I don't care. Like, uh, in Batman v Superman, even though it wasn't a good film, that Batman warehouse fight scene is really good. Yeah. And there's no slow-mo in that no, whatsoever. No, not at all. He's just, like, balls to the wall, like, bop, beep, bop, boop, and every hit yeah. that he does looks impactful to the point even where he punches that guy into the floorboards. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's yeah. awesome. But, like, so I wish it was more along that kind of line. Yeah. Um... There's also something else, too. Now, I can't remember. Somebody else talk before so I can regain my train of thought here. Okay. Uh, uh, Molly, what's any what's some uh, points you wanted to bring up? All right. Well, I'm going to go on a really long tangent here, so, like, bear with me. Okay. Got it. Not a huge DC fan. Yeah. Never really had a whole lot of love for Wonder Woman. Thought she was kind of a dumb character. Uh-huh. Um... Always got irritated with the fact that uh, a lot of women like wanted to like emulate her, but I didn't ever actually think that they'd actually seen anything that like read any comic books that Wonder Woman was in, or really knew anything about her, which I still believe is true. I think a lot of girls just jump on that bandwagon, like, "Oh, she's a female superhero," blah blah blah. So did my research, kind of figured out a little bit of the the personality there. Um, as far as, like, in the comic books and everything. Dug up some interesting things. Um, I guess the guy who wrote her actually, um, emulated the character off of a woman that lived with him and his wife. His mistress. His mistress. (laughs) Both of their mistresses, actually. Yeah. It was a whole huge wrapped up thing. I mean, we're talking, like, feminist awesomeness and she actually amorous yeah she was a huge advocate advocate for like birth control in like Mm. the 70s and that kind of stuff so that really like stuck with me that all right well she's coming from a place of like real feminist bedrock like they're building her in that image so she's supposed to be like very strong-willed but yet more like peaceful like trying to find like peaceful resolutions and then if it doesn't work then she escalates to conflict so a very contradictory character in of itself like wikipedia was describing her as a worldly warrior but then also a calm compassionate ambassador she was compassionate but had a strong conscience you know like 
mm-hmm. all this contradiction, which led to um, a lot of people not actually wanting to screenwrite Wonder Woman because when you're dealing with a female audience and you're trying to actually portray a female character that's both strong and womanly, mm-hmm. it's a really hard nail to hit, which I think they did for most of it. But it's also where it pisses me off a lot. (laughs) Okay. So, the thing that pisses me off is that she's so goddamn in love with a guy that she's known for four fucking days. (laughs) (laughs) Like, let's be honest here. Like, that just, it pissed me off so much. I have that note written down that she, it. Okay, so it played it off better than what I thought it was going to. Yeah. Because, like, I knew they were going to have, like, some budding romance in the movie. And I know they only have, like, two hours to play with that, so Mm -hmm. it's going to move on kind of quick. But they did it better, I thought, in the movie than I thought they were going to. Even though there is a, like, insinuated they bang in it. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't. You don't know if they really did. You kind of think that they did. Yeah. I think they did. They probably banged. But um, earlier in the movie, like, she gets, like, how all that shit works. Yeah. Like, on that boat scene when they're going to London. Oh, yeah. She, she breaks it down, like, I get it. You can sleep by me. I'm not going to fuck you, dude. Yeah. Like, I get how all that shit works. Yeah. But I think she's, like, infatuated with him because she's never seen a man before. So it's yeah. almost like... A treasure for her that she holds like him sacred. It's one of those things where I feel like she treats him as like this uh, exotic. Yeah, she's never seen. Yeah, she's never seen a man before. Never seen a penis. Never seen a penis. penis. (laughs) Never seen penis. Never seen man. Never seen a watch. Yeah, (laughs) and like I think it's like a. I don't know. I feel like you're you're drawn to the unknown, and then plus she's in a situation where she's the he's the only person that she knows right so so she's kind of uh she kind of relies on him in a way which can develop some strong feelings i'm not i'm not like justifying the fact that she falls in love with him in 4 days it's just that i feel like people like people that are attracted to each other put in very stressful situations can grow to be like drawn to this kind of situation with one another I'm not arguing any of that in a (laughs) normal movie but you're talking about a movie that heavily features a predominant feminist icon and you put her in the same fucking love story that's been done over and over again and it's crap it's just crap I think it's dumb there's no reason to justify it whenever you look at like feminism through a literary standpoint it is all about like self-reliance or self-discovery or something that involves the self as a woman or something that shakes up how you view womanhood and subsequently manhood. Yeah. And the fact that they had this buildup of a good character that I feel that they built up strongly and the fact that they had this band of lovable characters that they didn't dive into, which also pissed me off. Yeah. I'm like, all right, we have this cool Indian guy and this other Indian guy. (laughs) (laughs) Other, 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 other Indian guy. Native American. I mean, like, I, I wanted to know their stories more than I 
cared about Steve and Trevor. I'm like, oh, great. Another blonde-haired white guy that just comes along to save the day. Cool. Can't wait. Why can't he fall in love with a Native American dude? He seems more interesting <laughs> than this douchebag. Can we, uh, while we're on that uh, subject, can we talk about the little group that they're, she's sure. in? Sure. So, um, if you look on the trailer... Um, or even if you saw Batman v Superman, there's that photo of Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and her like band of brothers, yeah. essentially. Yep. And that the movie kind of centers around that group of people. Mm-hmm. And like they're kind of like the Howling Commandos of the Captain America movie. Yep. Except I think even in this movie, they're more fleshed out than even the they yeah. were in Captain America. Yeah, like in that you just like you see their faces in Captain America. In this, like they actually give them somewhat of dimension. Right. I know, but I wanted so much more. I also yeah, wanted yeah, more, too. too. Oh, I wanted to hear that Native American guy's tale. Like, I wanted to see him, like, get in a fight over something stupid and being like, bitch, you stole my country. Like, don't even come at <laughs> yeah. me. I know. Like, I thought it was, like, really that whole campfire scene that they had. I wanted yeah. that to go on for, like, five more minutes. Yeah. Because it was really... And, like, when, I was hoping she would, like, have a really a big kinship with the native American guy. Yeah. Cause they're uh, like the same person almost mm-hmm. once, except like one's a guy, yeah. but like they're both in tune with the land and nature and everything like that. And mm-hmm. like, they both have shit taken away from them and like both are feeling a huge plight. Yeah. And like, that was a powerful, like, seemed like well i had everything taken away from me from his people and it's like the person that she knew from the beginning of the movie (laughs) well and it's the same with like all of those guys too because the the one guy was indian and i think it was back in what like the early 1800s was queen victoria so that would have been when um india was under like british rule under british rule and the same with like the irish um, guy. So, I mean, they're all literally, like, in the same boat. They're all displaced people who yeah. are impoverished and brought down due to parts of their identity, which you could say the same thing for women in that, like, time period. Right. And then just one handsome white guy, which I just, <laughs> I don't want him. I just want him to go away. I just I'm, don't like him. The, um, the actual Indian guy, I can't remember what his name is. But there, he yeah. even had, like, a strong, like, line where he's like, I wanted to be an actor all my life, and I can't, so, because of the color of my skin. Yeah. And so I, now I just do this shit on the side or mm-hmm. whatever, because the only thing I can do. It's like, oh my god, they're tucking at all the heartstrings. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it's so good. Like, but yeah, that campfire scene, I wish it went on for a lot more. Yeah. 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 But as much shit as you're talking about uh, Chris Pine and Steve Trevor, I did like him in this oh yeah i thought he was really charming and i i liked him quite a bit yeah i liked him as an average blonde white guy i, I mean nothing against him it just kind of felt very it felt safe and i felt like this movie could go on to like be more dangerous than it was see I, I felt they stayed after they stayed safe after chris pine's performance i couldn't see anybody else doing no the he movie. was yeah i, I like the fact that like, he never came off as, like, uh, well, I, he's, like, the typical, like, love interest, pretty right. much. Right, yeah. Like, even, like, like to put it into terms, like, he would be, like, the love interest as, like, in Marvel films where they would just, like, throw in a love interest where you're, like, oh, so you're just gonna be there to be, like, the, where the superhero can go googly eyes over you. Right. But, in, like, in this, I feel like they could use his, like, the performance of him as, like, a strong... A point for other 
characters like that in the future because like he actually feels like a character that she actually feels inspired by at the end, mm-hmm. especially with his whole like uh, sacrificing himself. Mm-hmm. Like that whole scene where she's like, where like he drops that line where he was like, like you're meant to save the world, I'm meant to save today. Mm-hmm. Like that actually got to me, mm-hmm. and I like that whole that whole scene there. Like that that's what like sways her to actually side with like humans like actually like feel for man because at that point she's like kind of like these people are kind of all over the place like i don't even know i don't even know who to trust i don't know who like who i should care for mm-hmm. and but then like his one sacrifice and see actually seeing in his eyes like that he's going to do this for the greater good like that's what sways her to actually like pursue like this hero lifestyle right see and i have an alternative ending which oh. I feel is is better and actually completely devoids the love interest which I just don't need okay I just if he just disappeared and it was replaced by one of the other guys I would have been a lot happier because <laughs> I just I liked him I thought he was good love interest blah blah blah, blah but it's it's been done to death yeah and I wanted yeah. to see something else but I would have been a lot more intrigued where they're having that tense moment with um, Wonder Woman, Dr. Poison, and Ares when he uh, gives her the opportunity to kill her and yeah. she decides not to. Yeah. I would have really loved to have seen Ares kill her and that be her motivator for going balls to the walls and killing him. That'd be pretty cool. I would have been a lot more into that because... For everything that she stands for as a character, she's the defender of the week. She's very maternal, and she is always there for basically the the downtrodden, and is has been known to stand up for like misogynists and things like that. Even the people she doesn't believe in, she's still there to protect them. And I just thought that that would be more true to her actual character than going doe-eyed over a boy, because I feel mm. that that just speaks badly for all of us. Yeah. Well, that's my feminist rant. I, <laughs> I don't think it's, like, a terrible thing that there was, like, a love interest. Like, I didn't necessarily need him to bang. Like, well, allegedly bang yeah. in that one scene where they, like, dance together or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have liked it when they went up to the room and he, like, starts getting heavy or whatever. And she goes, have a good night. And, like... Mm-hmm. Like leaves him at the yeah, door I'd like and like just close the door and she yeah. goes to bed or whatever. That would have been great because yeah. like they don't need to bang allegedly yeah. in this movie, but um that was like one of my like little nitpicks I had as yeah. well. I mean I I'm not a big fan of them having to force like this love interest, but there's so many f- every fucking comic movie forces a fucking love interest That's yeah. what at some I'm point. Saying, though. Like, and I'm yeah, sick of it. It is yeah it I'm sick of it. But in in terms of this movie, like they actually. In terms of, like, all the love interests in the past, like, I feel like Chris Pine played it the best where, like, he didn't feel, like, just tacked on. Like, he felt like he actually served a purpose. Like, when right. she was in the outside world, like, outside of Femascara, like, he was there to kind of talk people down from being like, okay, she's not a fucking crazy person. Mm-hmm. And, like, his reactions to it were not ones where it's like, oh, my God, I'm going crazy. She's got a sword in here. <laughs> 
But like he was have. actually like, but he was actually like, okay, well, no, Diana, we don't have a sword in here. Like he's actually like talking to her. Like he was constantly talking down to her. He wasn't talking down he to her. Was, he, he was, was like, trying to like make her. Yeah, he sure. Was like, she's not stabbing people in public yeah. and all this other. But shit. I like. I also like that where it's like she comes from a, a place where all this stuff is. Like, all this other stuff that she's used to is normal, and now she's in this other place where it's, like, not normal. But I, And I also love the fact that it's a period piece, because they do things in this time where, like, even I'm like, whoa, okay, that's kind of fucked. Yeah. And, like, she calls him out on it, and then, like, but like Steve Trevor's like, okay, I know, I know it's fucked, but, <laughs> I mean, like, if you don't do this, then we're not going to get shit done at all. Like, whenever he describes things to her, it's not in a sense of, like, well, you're a woman, so I'm talking down to you. It's more of, like, if you don't do this, we're not going to fucking go to the front line because shit's going to get fucked up. I disagree wholeheartedly on that. (laughs) I think he talked down to her the entire movie, and I think it's especially prevalent towards the end. After that scene where she goes across the trenches and she saves the village, when she's shown, this is what I'm made of, this is what I can do. Every time he goes to do something, he's like, no, 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 honey, you stay here. Let me take care of it. Like, it's okay. And the rest of the characters are like, I think she can handle herself. Like, quit being a dumb idiot. And he's like, no, 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 no. You won't fit in. You're too weird. Like, just stay here. Like, you're going to be... No, it's not not to that extent. The thing is... No, it's not. The one time he does that is when he's going to go into the castle for, for, like, to do, like, undercover work. And, And she's shown that she, like... When she was, like, out in London, like, she's not known for blending in. Every time she tries to step up and do something, he tells her no. Well, that, because, Every time. but that's why I like that it's said in World War One era, because, like, at this point, I don't think women in America can even vote, right? No. Isn't that, like, 1920 they get the right to vote? And this is, like, in 1913 or something yeah. like that? That was one of the things that they were, like alluding to was like how they're trying to get the vote so like in order for her just not to stick out like a sore thumb and so they can actually like (laughs) he's like well fuck i got like essentially this person that said they're half zeus i'm walking around with the sword and shield i kind of need to blend in a little bit i can't just have you fucking (laughs) things up for everybody so we can actually get through this like, I need you to calm down a little bit, please, because that's how we need to get here, or else we're not going to get anywhere, because yeah. people are going to be drawing their I, eyes to us. I think the only other time he tells her, like, you can't do this was that scene. And before that, like, he has no idea what she's capable of tells until her, she gets in that front line. Hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> tells her not to run around with a sword, tells her that she needs to dress better because she's too crazy, which... Granted, like, obviously she isn't wearing appropriate clothing for the time, but, I mean, she walked all through London without him, like, freaking out about it, but, oh, now we're going to the ministry or whatever, and now That's all about change. bureaucracy, though. Uh, let me finish. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Tells her to wait outside the door, tells her not to speak. I mean, every time she's, like, trying to, like, voice an opinion or do anything... He's talking down to her. When she says she knows how to, like, read the book, he's like, shh. And other people are like, well, if she knows what she's doing, let her talk. Like, all the men are pretty much talking down to her, minus her little band of people who are like, all right, well, you know, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, like, a lot. all the men are talking down to her. But I like that because, like, 
she comes back and just proves them wrong. Yeah. And shoves it in their face. Like that mm-hmm. when they go into that one room where all those war generals are. Mm-hmm. And she's like, how dare you fucking, you're a general and you're sitting here in your fucking little room, not even on the front yeah. lines. You're a coward. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Cut you deep and twist yeah. the knife. Fuck you, you stupid old man. I, I like love that, that shit. part. Yeah, I, I like that shit. Because it, yeah, it makes you root for her even more. That she is this powerful woman that can come out there and just fuck shit up. Yeah. And like she's not she's not one to like dance around like like dance around this like bureaucracy of like well we need to make sure that this works for this and it's like no let's just go out there and fucking do it <laughs> yeah let's just do the fucking thing that we're planning to do right like not try and like see if it pleases these people or like make sure that it doesn't do this like just do it yeah not um, saying it doesn't illustrate her as a strong character just saying I don't like Stephen Trevor's character. And for me, he can just go away. But I, 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 I think like you're putting a lot of what they did on <laughs> him, though. Like when he would talk down to her, it was more along the lines of like, "There's thing, there's ways that things work in this world, and I'm trying to make it so that it's easier, as opposed to like, if I let you go out there and just go balls to the wall and like tell these guys that are above me that they're an asshole." We're not going to the front line. We're probably going to go to jail. <laughs> I say, down with the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Tyler, Trevor, whatever the uh, But I never, I never, he never struck me as, as talking down to her. He was just like, I know how things work in this world, and I want to make sure that you get what you want, so I'm just leading you to what needs to happen. And granted, it's not the right thing to do, but... It's how it's done in this world, and I don't agree with it. I just think a shitty, plugged love <laughs> interest just ruined me on his character in entirety. All right. That's all I'll say. I'll, well, agree to disagree. I'll, I'm done. Agree all to disagree. right, all right. Jeez, we'll talk like, about this at home! <laughs> seems like you two are fighting more than you're fighting with me, and I kind of like it! <laughs> this is literally every time we drive home from moving. It does. Well, I agree with you, but on this one port, I'm going to disagree, and fuck <laughs> you. Know, you. It's funny. We were going over to his dad's house to drop that thing off, and he said the same thing, like, Molly didn't talk to me after the movie, and you don't talk to me after movies. I can't talk to anyone anymore! <laughs> that was the first thing he said to me, like, when I woke up this morning, like, I love you, so you ready to talk about Wonder Woman? Like, holy shit, can I, like, wake up? Like, I've not talked to anybody off. about this. <laughs> pent up. I'm pent up. <laughs> okay, I think you might need some release there, huh? I'm pent up. <laughs> um, so, anyway, another nitpick I had about the movie, too, was that it... Uh, it all of it is uh, really strong and an interesting take on a superhero. Not because it's like, well, I'm going to go out and punch this guy now. It's because Wonder Woman takes like more care and love to try to fix things. Mm-hmm. Just general sympathy is like a thing that I really enjoyed in this movie, especially from Wonder Woman. Yeah. Until the very end of the movie. <sighs> Where she's really fucking the gung-ho very, about killing Ares. The very end. And, like, she kills the main German guy. Mm-hmm. Turns out that's not Ares. Not a big surprise. I, I called who Ares was in the middle of the movie. I think 20 minutes into it. Like, 20 the minutes, second yeah. time they showed him, he's like, I bet that's Ares. And I'm like, will you just let me watch a movie without... <laughs> ruining it for me for once. See, I I didn't I was into the movie so I didn't see It's always it the guy who is 
very sympathetic to the hero, but is all but is still being kind of contradictive to their now, mission. S- stop breaking it all movies is. down. It always is where it's like, well, oh my gosh, you're such. Oh my god, I, I I appreciate you so much. But then when it comes down to like actually getting your hands dirty, you're like, maybe you should kind of back off. We'll <laughs> try and figure this out later. <laughs> Always that character. Chelsea really? said. Chelsea said she called it too, and I'm like, bullshit! You didn't know, because I didn't know. I didn't get. I didn't want it to be him because he looks nothing what should be an antagonist. <laughs> like he just looks like a, like when he just looks like a regular when dude. He was in Aries garb, but you just see a mustache still through the helmet. I'm like, yeah, you look fucking weird. When yeah, oh. you look like a fucking throwaway <laughs> Skyrim fucking <laughs> villain. God, Armor level yeah. two. Ugh. <sighs> Armor level one point five. I'm sorry that like that whole scene struck me like Patty Jenkins did this whole thing and it was amazing and then like some Warner Brothers execs came in like all right honey you did the ho- you did the heavy lifting we'll pre- we'll take care of the ending we know how to end these movies just fine you yeah. you did you did a good job sweetheart we got the rest of this sweetheart yeah sweetheart yeah. because it was a fucking mess. That yeah. ending was a fucking mess. I it was terrible. It was a mess. It, it was didn't... a mess. It turned into a fucking food fight with concrete and yeah. metal. <laughs> it did. For no reason. And it turned into what every fucking DC movie ends in. It's a big a CG A big fest. CG dumb bullshit. Like, there was not any, anything fighting worthy in there that was interesting at all. No. They, they don't even do anything fighting to each other. They just... They're on opposite ends of the fucking screen and they're throwing dumb concrete and shit at each other. Yeah. What about the 20 minutes that she stands around talking to people while Ares is off doing what? Masturbating? I don't know. I yeah. mean, like, she has, like, a full conversation and walks around dazed with, like, ringing ears, like, oh, God, what's happening? <laughs> and then, like, yeah. looks at the band of misfits almost dying and she just kind of stands there and he's off doing what like you don't even know he's just he's just also, standing there like observing like huh, also all right, with no explanation home. he destroys her sword yeah where does he get where did she get a new one where did she get a new one did she get a new one no oh okay. he broke it and then yeah. she was like oh i thought this was the god killer You're no explanation as to killer. no explanation to why where she so that means every time she's held that that sword means nothing because I guess it's a fucking replica or something that she got made elsewhere. Oh yeah, well because the sword wasn't the god killer, she was the god yeah, killer. Yeah, I get that, but the sword yeah, is she, gone. Like, the sword is Where'd nothing. Where'd she get a I new guess. one? Like she has a sword now. Yeah, but it's not We've, the same one because I've seen. She, well, she went to fucking. Well, it's been like a hundred years since this battle took place. Yeah, she, she went to fucking any... Hot Topic and went to their fucking sword, but like, probably well, we got the replica so made of when you fought with it in 1912. <laughs> is it the same it's, sword? It's, it's the not, exact. It's not, it's, no. It looks exactly the same as the same. sword. It's, it's it looks the exactly same. the same. Listen, I've been watching YouTube videos on it. It's not the same sword. Oh, fine. It's not the same sword, but like the whole thing is like she got the shield and the sword from her homeland of Femascara. Yeah. So that means something to her. So that means we're supposed to watch her with a shield from from Femascara and a sword from Al's Home Depot in. <laughs> Poughkeepsie, New York, well, that she bought well, somewhere. Might as well get it from somewhere else. Like, so the one from Themyscira is garbage. Shit's, that shit's supposed to like mean something, and then it's just like, and then when you like see her, like when she goes in the party for the first, when she goes in that party and she has the sword tied into her dress, like she had in yeah. BVS. Then it's like, oh fuck, she did that with the sword in BVS. That's awesome. 
Not that sword, because that sword's gone. Because <laughs> that sword means bullshit. <laughs> like a sword she uses the whole fucking movie, and then it's just like, well, broke it. It's fucking bullshit. Well, Garbage. she still has the hilt, so I mean, she might have like refashioned a different blade. I'm going way too into it. <laughs> but does anyone else notice the like inconsistency on Steve Trevor's watch? Why? Okay, first off, it's like a full watch, like yeah. with a wristwatch. It was a wristwatch, <laughs> then it was a pocket watch, and then it was a pocket watch in a leather pouch. No, it was yes, always it a wristwatch. No, it's a pocket. He had a fucking pocket watch. Well, I think he did. Get, he gave her a pocket watch at the end, and then she turned. Pocket watch at the end, and then no, she turned he... into like a really weird wristwatch at the end. No, like looking at it, which is like looking at it. a wristwatch. He no, might have a had a pocket watch. He might have had a pocket watch, but it was wrist always watch, a wristwatch. He gave her. Wrist he watch. gave her a pocket watch at the end, and then she looks at her wristwatch at the at like when she's in the museum looking at the photo that Bruce gave her, and it's like a pocket watch, but it's fashioned to a really weird looking wristwatch. No, because like even in the very beginning where Steve Trevor's in that like healing pool, it's a wristwatch. Yeah, it's a wristwatch. Then it's a pocket watch. Then it's a wristwatch. That's what I'm saying. It pisses me off. I don't believe you. I don't believe. Until I see it again, I don't believe you. I'm going to look out for that shit for sure. We're going to go to the theater and go watch it again. We'll be right back. We'll be back in like four hours. I don't Um, need to sleep tonight. It's fine. But yeah, anyway, the CG at the end or... The CG at the end isn't even all that great. It's a mess. Yeah, it's it's, it's not all, all that great. a mess. Well, Chelsea was saying something about the fact that she was like five months pregnant when she did the uh, final scene, so they actually had to like wrap like a green cloth around her stomach so that way they could re CG her into an hourglass shape. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Shit, see so, danger doing her homework. Yeah, she was on top. Get her of in here. <laughs> Get her yeah. in here. She got the babe. She got the bib. Just trying to keep the but, bib quiet. No, that I got hushed. That whole that whole last scene just struck me as like what every DC movie has done. Well, any like superhero movie, but like just, Chelsea put this to me like earlier today. What's like if it didn't end with a big boss fight at the end? What would you expect? Like what would you want? And I'm see, like, see what I don't know. <laughs> see my my whole thing was I I kind of alluded to this to Molly where like I wanted the ending to kind of be like she kills that general guy thing that he's Ares and then like she like kind of some something happens where she comes to realization that like either she is or a part of her is Ares. Well, in the comic where, book, she is. No, like like I. Uh, I read this on Wikipedia. Okay. So, as I said, not a huge Wonder Woman fan. But when I was reading it, it said that she ends up becoming the god of war. Oh, yes. In Brian Azzarello's run, yeah. she defeats Ares and becomes the god of war. Yeah. Okay. But she's not, like, part of Ares. Because the, the twist I thought they were going to have in the movie is that Ares made it with wonder woman's mother and so her dad is aries and that's what i thought it was gonna be oh yeah something where like she has a connection with aries because the whole movie she seems pretty gung-ho to just be very battle driven like she's from like a very early age like she wants to fight yeah and then like i thought like when her mom told that tale it was gonna be that's like kind of like the nursery version of what really happened and she comes to the conclusion that she was she was either like the god like 
because they refer to her as the god killer. I thought they were going to be like, she was the one that helped kill all the gods when Ares fought all of them and then got beaten by Zeus. Mm. And then, like, when he was defeated, then she was given to the Amazons to make sure that she doesn't go completely insane like she did before. Mm. So, like, I I wanted it to be something where it's like, Ares wasn't, like, a, a real person. Like, he was, like, a voice in her head where she's almost driven to this point where she's given up on humanity. And then he's kind of like, yeah, you see, like, what they're fuck Like, I, I didn't create war. I suggested war, and they jumped all over it because that's what hum- the human race is. Yeah. And then th- she gets to a point where she's about to kill Dr. Poison, and then she remembers back to Steve Trevor, like... Uh, sacrificing himself, and then she realizes that there is hope in humanity. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just all war and blood and guts. It's, there's also compassion, and there's uh, there's humanity outside of war. Mm-hmm. And then she just stops herself. So you want her to go full Doctor Who? Pretty much. <laughs> right. like, I, like, that ending would have made, would have had much more meaning to it than watching two big bloated CG things throw fake shit at each other for fucking five or ten minutes. Yeah. Like some like a meaning like a finish with meaning as opposed to just a big boss fight that involves like I have lightning for no reason and I'm blowing you up. Right. Because it's revealed that she is actually the like daughter of Zeus. Mm -hmm. I thought it'd be like even though she kinda does it in the movie, like I thought it'd be cool if she like goes like fucking berserker god mode or whatever when she gets totally yeah. ramped up at the end and was able to like hurl thunderbolts like zeus thunderbolts or some yeah. shit i mean she kind of does but not really in the movie yeah but i don't know like or be able to like summon another sword with lightning like yeah fucking zeus sick. yeah that'd yeah. be pretty yeah. sweet right like refashions yeah. a new sword and you know like makes- when she's running through all those dudes and then it's like and then like air's like yes yes that's right that's like this is what you're supposed to do like that would have been made so much more sense if she like did all that shit and then she just like kind of looked at herself where it's like this is like my defining moment like either i continue on this path or i legit decide that i'm going to help these people yeah so, um, what did you think, um, about the reveal that she was not made of clay? She's like half Zeus. That was that like a big surprise to any of you? Not really. The, everything with the origins in this was, seemed kind of half-assed to me. Well, because that's because Wonder Woman has the weirdest fucking origin yeah. of all, because it's always different from every story. Yeah. Like her original origin was like, she was molded from clay and Zeus gave her life. Yeah. Which I actually like because... Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, like, it makes sense that she's in, like, both realms. Like, she's made of the earth. Yeah. But, like, the gods gave her life. So she's yeah. in both worlds. Mm-hmm. But, like, in other stories, to simplify it, Zeus is just her biological dad through intercourse. Yeah. And then, like, another story just recently came out. It's actually Hercules is her dad because he raped her mom. Oh, perfect! Oh, but then her mom kills Hercules by beheading him, so it all oh, okay. it all balances out, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, Hercules is kind of a douchebag. Black yeah. widowed his ass. So, because I, I I freaking love Greek mythology, and it all goes like a lot of different ways. But like when it comes to, I, I agree with you on the liking the molding from clay better, just because it does have more symbolism, and I hate when they cut out symbolism and like a good character arc. Right. 
But they, I mean, they reference it in the movie because her mom tells her that, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. only to appease her. It's not the real version of it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like, kind of how they did it in Azarello's run, too. Like, that's what the story her mom tells her. Like, I made you from the earth and the gods gave you life. Yeah. But it's actually like, no, I slept with Zeus. Yeah, me <laughs> and your dad be fucking. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Every time they have, like, some kind of origin here, like, the question's asked, and then, like, it's just kind of like, well, I did this. Right. And that, I, I, that drove me nuts. Yeah. Like, uh, before they got off the mascara, like her mom is so vague yeah. on everything. It's like, oh, I can't tell you. Oh, you can't do this, but I can't tell you. Oh, I can <laughs> oh, yeah. show you this stuff, but I shouldn't. Uh, I, I don't want to yeah. tell you. Like, well, that's why I was well, kind of. Well, I'm going to leave. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> like, shut the fuck Well, that's why I was kind of hoping, like, she was kind of like part Aries because they're, like, they had that whole thing where it's like, well, if we teach her how to fight, then he's going to find her. Uh-huh. Where it's like, if she becomes this warrior, then he'll become more aware of her. And then he can, like, reassess, like, his part, like, the part of himself in her. Yeah. Because that's, that's why I thought it would be cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the, the thing about Greek mythology, though, is that most of it is shrouded in that, like, mystery, which ultimately becomes its own downfall. I mean, if you look at um, Oedipus, like... Is <laughs> just for because everybody knows the story, just for like the context of like an example of Greek mythology. He's sent away because his father knows that he's going to kill him and marry his mother, and inevitably, him sending his own son away and creating this mystery is ultimately re- what results in him killing his father and marrying his mother. I mean, that's the whole point of Greek mythology, and that's really more of what she's based on and what they try to strive for more is that mythology of a demigod. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could turn into a swan and bang a woman. <laughs> well, I mean, Zeus does all manner of things. Zeus fucked everybody. Let's yeah. just get literally that out there. did. Literally, literally as everything. Yeah. Literally I turned did. into a bull and banged a woman, and I turned into a goose, banged a woman. Like. <laughs> he's like aiming for all the bestiality chicks man Zeus got some got some play if he can be a goose and still bang a chick uh, anyway um, so is there anything else you really want to say about one we, we said pretty much yeah pretty much I got one more note that um, a, a big thing in early Wonder Woman stories is like a bondage aspect. Yeah. I also have that written down. I was thinking <laughs> because, of you when I wrote that one. That's weird. Oh, God. <laughs> William... Just because of your Oz collection. Only because of that. <laughs> okay. William Moulton Marsden is, was the creator of Wonder Woman, and yeah. he had a very kinky sex life. Made He may have been into bondage. Who knows? Right. Because in the first... All the early stories that he wrote, she was bonded by either chains or rope or something like that. And I was wondering in the movie if they were ever going to do that. And they do. Like, Ares takes off the tank treads to the tire, or the, the that's, tank. Yeah, that's and right. And bonds her up in it. I'm like, they did it. They did everything in a Wonder Woman <laughs> they story. Did it. They bonded Oops. her. So I'm, I'm, I was just happy that they put it in there. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't get my rocks off or to it or anything like that. I was just like, if they did it, as they did it. As far as we know, we I'm, weren't there. Listen. <laughs> Listen, honey. Allegedly, I didn't. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, that that's a whole thing. But, um, all right, what would you guys grade Wonder Woman? Uh, uh, for, for me personally, I would 
despite the fact that there was a horrible, horrible ending, and like the slow mo stuff kind of took me out of it, it's still a really strong character piece, and actually, it does mm-hmm. highlight what should be the the blueprint of an actual hero. Yes. Like, not just some anti-hero that's like, I guess I'll save people. Like, I, she actually feels like somebody that wants to help. Yes. And for that aspect, I'll definitely give it, like, a B plus. Oh, all right. I, for the aspect of being in the DC universe, <laughs> I give it an A. Okay. All right. For the aspect of being a actual movie, I have, like, a B minus. Okay. Oh, like, I mean, it was good. I enjoyed it. But I feel like I've I've watched it for the amount of times that I'm going to watch it. Okay. And, um, yeah. Really hope that they actually keep the personality that she has now and put that in Justice League. And they don't just kind of... Oh, kinda... my God. You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. Whitewash her, I guess. <laughs> like, or... with this, like, I hope that... I, I know they won't, but I hope they keep Superman dead. Because yeah. there's no you way they can her. make it... They don't, yeah, they don't, don't need, need Superman. Like, I... I almost kind of like how, like, if how I think that they're going to play off Batman's character is, like, I kind of like how her and uh, Bruce Wayne kind of interact with each other now because their stories are kind of parallel. Right. Mm-hmm. Where they, they came into a situation where they were very young and naive, thinking they could save the world, and they realized that man was way more complicated than they thought, yep. and it kind of broke them down to this scenario where it's like, I don't even know if I can help them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm just going to give up. And then the sacrifice of a person that they see, like, convinces them that that man is way better than they thought that was in the in the end. Mm-hmm. And that idea that 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 even though their stories are very far apart and very different in certain ways, kind of con- like kind of binds them. Like that's a kind of a cool story. Yeah. You know, that's a love interest that I can get behind. I would have been much happier if they just skipped over him, Steve. Trevor or whatever the hell his name is, mm-hmm. and just What's his name? <laughs> go on, whatever, <laughs> and just gone like did a story about her and then just went with the love interest with Batman. It, see, they did that in the Justice League animated show. Yeah, uh, the she, the uh, Batman and Wonder Woman actually were a thing, mm-hmm. and I thought it was like a weird pairing. And I'm like, but it works. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really works. Um, my grade for Wonder Woman. Um, I really enjoyed the character uh, arcs in this. Felt like Wonder Woman is the best DC hero we've gotten by far. But by it, far. But the yeah, the ending is cliche superhero movie. And I wasn't a huge fan of some of the CG action in this, even though I like the action. Some of it took me out of it, but I am giving uh, it an A minus. Okay, I enjoyed it quite a bit. And Molly, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Hopefully this carries over to the Justice League and any other oh incarnations. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like it's not. I yeah. just want her to be, like, witty and sassy like she is now and Aquaman to just be shirtless. That's all I want from Justice League. That's all that Chelsea wants, too. I can tell <laughs> yeah. you that full, 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 full right now. They played that I Justice honestly... League trailer before uh, Wonder Woman and, like, any time Jason Momoa was on the screen, she was oh. like, oh, Lord help me. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> okay, so funny story. They also handsome. played the Justice League trailer before... Uh, are showing yeah not a single reaction to the trailer it like because we didn't have like a full theater it was about half full yeah but like i know the trailer's been out for a little bit too but the trailer ended and nobody was like 
you didn't hear like any hubbub like oh yeah i really want to see that it was just like dead silence <laughs> it like landed like a dull thud so it looks like cg garbage like, it does right. look Let's like cg wait to see how wonder woman is before we get excited over this it looked the whole movie looks like cg garbage it is cg garbage like the only time why does batman have a tarantula vehicle i don't know the only thing i want to <laughs> see in the trailer every time i see it is just aquaman to go like yeah I know. Yeah. I just, I got <laughs> That's it. Disproportionately upset when I realized that they weren't doing an Aquaman feature because I just want to see Jason Momoa being Aquaman. Well, they're doing it after, like I don't even care like what he does. Film. I just yeah. want him to just like run around like drinking beer and throwing hatchets. At shit. I know, like the fact, like the fact they made throwing Jay- hatchets. <laughs> the fact they made Aquaman like this character, like it's awesome. Like everything he did in it was like when he like fucking saves the dude. He's like. It's on, like grabs the bottle of whiskey. It's on him. Yeah, like, that is such a cool fucking thing to do. <laughs> and you're Aquaman. Yeah, you God, are you're so awesome. the lamest DC character. Yeah, ever. They gave and you, you are yeah. fucking selling. They gave it. you this weird dumbass uh. that like talks to fish in the water, and you're yeah. like, yeah, I can take that yeah. and make it awesome. I like that he gives like, Jason fucking. Momoa. He gives shit to Batman, the coolest yeah. character ever. Like dressed as a bat. I dig it. <laughs> and he's fucking Aquaman, yeah. the lamest dude ever. <laughs> like, Batman's trying to talk shit about him, but it's like, well, it's more powerful than I am. Yeah, fuck, he got me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, other than Wonder Woman, is there anything else you guys have been into this last week? Uh, well, everything I watch, usually Molly watches, so I'll let her... Oh, shit. We watch... Reiterate, and then I'll try and fill in the holes. <laughs> we watched Keepers. Keepers. I also yeah. did watch The Keepers. Yeah. Super excited about. Yep. Really enjoyed, even though I slept through the last episode and had to rewatch it, I think, twice. <laughs> I kept falling asleep. Um, um, yeah, Keepers ends really cool, actually. Like, I with the making a murderer, I remember, like, the last episode being kind of lackluster, where I was like, I don't even... But with this one, like, they, like, held shit back where you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. You could have told me that, like, way sooner. (laughs) (laughs) I also, we watched The Keepers over the last two days. Um, I I really liked it. I think I like Making a Murder a little bit better. But I know they held information back in Making a Murder to, like, make sure the story's a little more one-sided. So you sided Mm -hmm. with Dassey and uh, uh, the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. because, like, if you got, I guess, more of the story, you'd be like, oh, yeah, he killed her. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what I gather from everybody else. And I like, know there's been there's been people coming out there saying, like, yeah, that uh, he, the fucking Stephen Avery guy, like, he yeah, beat the yeah. shit out of his wives, like, yeah. all the time. Right. And but so, they never said that in the show. <laughs> no, they didn't. And, like, I guess there was more information, like, that, that they didn't say in the show. It's like, well, if they said that, it would... Stephen Avery's, like, even more of a dirtbag yeah. than... That you got like to... it's still kind of up in the air, like whether or not he killed her. But it's no, there's no doubt in anyone's mind that Stephen Avery's a big piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I liked making a murderer as a show better, but I liked that in this there wasn't like that same kind of thing where they're trying to prove a man innocent. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like this happened. We don't know who it is, mm-hmm. and yeah. we're trying to figure it out. And at the end, when they it it doesn't really give you a resolution. But it shows, like, how shitty all this was covered up, like, like, and how 
awful like the Catholic Church. The ca- Catholic Church is just a like big piece of shit. Yeah, and everybody tied into the Catholic Church, like Ugh. the government and all that shit, is just it, like they're awful people. <laughs> it's, it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah. it it like, should. No. It's fucked yeah, up. No. Even though it's just in a small little area in Baltimore, like they they it's still Baltimore though. Like yeah. it's not right. like it's. You know, like these accusations were made before they had the big fucking like, uh, like Catholic priest uh, shakedown, yeah, yeah, like yeah. altar boy thing, like yeah, in the yeah. early two thousands. So when they came forward, like they took full advantage of people trusting priests. Like, right? What the fuck do these women know? Like, yeah. fuck them. They're just full of shit. Like, they're just trying to get money. Yeah. But like, if they would have come out like nowadays, they would have been way more like, oh, well, oh my gosh, we're sorry. Let's, let's yeah. Get yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But they're just full of shit. Like they just they don't fucking they just want they don't care about anything but their fucking reputation. That when uh, I can't remember what her real name is, but Jane Doe in The Keepers. Yeah. Like when she she's, went through fucking hell. When she was telling that one story to the camera and then she just breaks down and cries, I'm like, oh my god. And like things that she said that she had to do. Yeah. Like so fucked. All those women that were put through all that. I'm just even the guy at the end. Yeah. I'm just like, holy fuck. I cannot yeah. even imagine the trauma. Yeah, like imagine that you had to live with for forty years or yeah. whatever. And then at the end, and then they don't even acknowledge that that guy even exists. Like that guy went through some shit. Yeah. And then at the end they just like, no, he never existed. He yeah. that never happened. Like fucked up. Yeah, to go through all that fucking shit and then the Catholic Church doesn't even acknowledge that you went through this bullshit. It's so fucked. Gotta tell ya, I was watching the show, sitting, like relax like and every time it came on, it was like, well, we're just going to, like, cross my legs and, like, bring a pillow <laughs> yeah. over my thighs and just kind of Put on an not... extra pair of pants. Yeah. But it's gonna... such a fucked up situation because these priests get into these, these, uh, like, these uh, positions of power. Right. And then it's like, okay, well, like, if you're in, like, a powerful position, like, in a company, like, you have a boss you, t- you like, you are answered to. Right. Like, these priests, they answer to who? God. Yeah. Is God going to show up at your work and be like, okay, you still doing your job? Yeah. No. So they walk around like they're king shit. Yeah. They don't have anyone they have to answer to, so they do whatever they want. Yeah. It's <laughs> fucked. You have, like, bishops and cardinals to Yeah, but they're not there. Yeah. yeah. And plus, the Catholic Church is so fucking insane with their reputation where if anyone steps out of the line... They'll scold them, but they're not going to fucking acknowledge that it happened because then that makes the Catholic Church look bad. Yeah. Like, minor spoiler for the show, but, like, there's minor. like there's this one, like, part of the, like, it's, like, the third, ep- third, fourth episode where there's, like, that mental health facility that they were sending a bunch of, like, uh, priests to. Yeah. And then the one showed up and, and he's like, oh, I, are you here for because you're depressed? It's like, no, I raped a 14-year-old boy. And then the guy who ran is like, got a hold of the archbishop or whatever, and it's like, what are you doing sending these fucking people? Like, we, yeah. that's not what we do here. Yeah. And then they never sent a priest there ever again. Yeah. When they sent like 50 of them before that, because yeah. they're all in there for the same shit, fucking diddling kids and shit. Yeah. That's scary. They don't fucking care about the people, they just care about the reputation and money. And, and money. money. And money. Because if you come off as a organization that's not religious, guess what? You don't get tax breaks. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Sorry for all religious people out there, but fuck religion. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to go into really a big feel. thing, but also fuck religion. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, The Keepers is a good show. Uh, I I liked making a murderer better, but I I did like this a lot, and it's only seven episodes too. So check yeah, that it's out. Pretty, it's pretty. Um, anything else you guys been into, Molly? Anything uh, you want to talk about? We watched Monster Calls. Oh, a Monster Calls, where we were like. Almost like sobbing for twenty minutes straight at the end. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh man. So uh very good. It's thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah, it's a really, really good movie, but it is depressing as fuck. Oh really? Left completely dehydrated because I had just <laughs> cried out everything. Everything. Uh, it's pretty much like this kid's mom is dying of cancer. Uh-huh. So already very happy, happy topic. right? Topic. Right, right, right. Yeah. And like she, the kid's not taking it well, and then this uh, monster forms out of this tree that like li- that's like on the other side of their house, mm-hmm. and is like, "Well, I'm here because you called me, and I'm going to tell you these three stories, and then after that, you have to tell me one, or I'm going to eat you, pretty much." Is this the one where Magneto's a tree? Uh, Liam uh, Neeson's a tree. Liam Neeson's a tree. Yeah. Okay. Liam Neeson plays th- uh, therapy Groot. Okay, is what I call it. I heard. I heard this was a really good movie. But it it, it is fantastic, and like the things they do in it, like wrenching. Yeah, well, like when he tells the stories, like they go into this weird watercolor animation that's fucking awesome. Uh huh. It's just the ending. Like, I don't really usually cry during movies. I was fucking crying at the end of this movie. <laughs> it was. It was I, hard. I cried during Wonder Woman. Like, I'm going to tell you right that <laughs> right now. Because Okay, let me just put throw this out. Because, like, now that I have a daughter and Wonder Woman was, like, such a powerful character, like, yeah. it, like, hit me in a weird place that I've never been touched before. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God, she's so powerful for my little girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just, like, at points, like, Chelsea would look over and I would, like, turn my head away, but, like, don't stay powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see you cry. But yeah, it's so weird how that shit. But no, changes. this anyway. Oh. Go on. Yeah, this. If you've lost anybody to any kind of illness or even old age, like you know, like that situation, and it like it like looks you in the face, and it's like you did this. I know you did this, and it's Ugh. like fuck, I did do this, and you're like ah <laughs> oh, fuck, <laughs> like I was oh I was. A fucking mess after Whoa. this. I have to check this out. I would say it would be smart, some like if you are dealing with like a loss of a parent, yeah. or have a child that's dealing with loss of a parent, it could be very therapeutic to mm-hmm. help them understand that because it did take it from like a very like childish perspective mm-hmm. and was able to make this very difficult hard situation and break it down into something that you could understand a little bit better and understand those emotions and yeah one why a child would feel this way and why they might act out or mm. do something and I, it was good or it, it just tells you good. like you're a human being like this is what human beings are and mm. if you feel a certain way it's because you're human mm. Like, it just breaks it down to that level where you're like, fuck, like, that makes a lot of sense. It was... It's really good. It was rough. 
<laughs> it's rough. <laughs> Real good. I don't do sad movies. I'm like sitting there like on my phone, like trying not to watch it. Like, I don't want to cry anymore. I'm going to play on my phone. But I mean, I was like eyeballing it out of the corner of my eye, like crying the yeah. whole time. It gets to the climax. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, yeah. oh, it's, it's heart wrenching, oh. but it's so worth watching at the same time. Check it out. Have to check it out. Anything else you've been into? Uh, I'll bring up that The Leftovers finally finished. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they they finished up on uh, on HBO and we watched it and you know what? I was satisfied. Yeah. With the ending, Lindelof really, pulled it out. Lindelof pulled it out. Like right. there's there's still enough stuff in there where they leave it up in the air a little bit, but it's not like lost where it's like you didn't answer a fucking thing. Right. Like this, it actually answers. It even it even tells you what ha- where, where the people went. Wow, that's and in a, too and, much Lindelof. Yeah, and they do it in a way where it's really cool. Like, All especially right. when you think about it, it's actually really cool. I I actually, from beginning to end, I thought it was an interest. Like, it makes you think. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I appreciate a show that does that. All right. I was so ready to hate it. And I was like... <laughs> There's nothing that they can do that's going to make me like this. Hand ending. on the hip. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> I was I was so ready to hate it. And you know what? It it satisfied. Just barely. Just oh, just enough. Stamp of approval. Just enough. Satisfied. Yeah. It was like the just barely climaxing, like, ah, oh, you did it, but you left me wanting just a touch more. Just go. a touch. But I like a show like that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not discrediting that. And especially that. for a show like that where like the theme is kind of based around like you shouldn't have all the answers. Like it gave you enough where I was satisfied, but you can see like how the characters grew as this as the series went on. Mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd say it was good. I'd yeah. say it was good. I really didn't want to. I was ready to be angry. Even Joel <laughs> looked at me. He's like, "So you hated it?" And I'm like, I didn't. I liked it. Damn it. <laughs> Why? Uh, you just let me hate something. Sweet <laughs> deal. The Leftovers. Yep. Didn't suck. Uh, I've been watching more of that 70s show. All right. God. It's a great show. <laughs> All right. Guys need to get in back into that 70s show. <laughs> like, season one and two have, like... 27 episodes a season. I, that's network television for you, toots. Unprecedented. <laughs> like, I, I, 22 episodes? Yeah, of course. But, like, I was watching, like, the numbers climb into season two, and it had, like, 26, 27, 28 episodes. I'm like, holy shit. It was, a new, it was like a new show every week, minus, like, certain holidays, and they just took the summer off. So, that's, God. like, half a year. God. Anyway... Great show. Get into it. Waiting for it to get sour. In season It'll three. happen. Get, I'm in season three right now. It's getting bad? Nope. Still good. Hasn't hit us. You're hesitant there. Nope. It's good. Actually, the one of the <laughs> last episodes I saw, I laughed the hardest. Oh, boy. It was just a little physical comedy joke, but it was... Oh, gotcha. I, Donna envisions Eric in a dream as Steven Tyler. <laughs> and then so... <laughs> He pictures himself as Steven Tyler kicking in Donna's door and singing her a song. And then he tries to do it in real life. Tries to kick down the door and he's not strong enough and bounces off and slams into a wall. And I watched it like a million times over and over again. God damn it. (laughs) It's so funny. 
It was really funny. Anyway, so that 70s show is great. Also, have been reading the last few weeks, me and Ghost Hunter Dave started Hick Mania. If you don't know what that is, Jonathan Hickman was a writer for Marvel Comics, uh, like, six or seven years ago. Yeah. And wrote, like, the entire fucking, like, Marvel Comics. That whole, he wrote Fantastic Four, uh, the Avengers, the new Avengers, and even two events in five years span. And then left Marvel because he fucking hated them. (laughs) And, like, so... Every, everybody says in the comic book threads that, like, this chunk of Marvel history is really great. So we bought everything that he wrote, and we're just reading everything from the beginning. <laughs> doing an Imperius on it? We are doing Imperius on it, probably. And I'm, like, three or four books into Fantastic Four. As you can see, I've got one through six, and then it starts over at one through four, and then I have a bunch of Avengers books to read. All right. Well done. It's good so far. <laughs> It's okay. good. I love the Fantastic Four, by the way. Really? In these books, they are amazing. But they just don't get them right in the films. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. They're, like, awesome. What what he does great in, like, he makes Reed Richards, like, obsessive. To the point where, like, he's not a great father, friend, or husband. He's, like, all obsessed those. about fixing the problem of everything. He's like the, the Sherlock Holmes of Marvel. Of he like kind of like in his like weird room where he has just, all the walls are full of equations. Like one of his he's like problem 101 solve everything. <laughs> and so like that's what he's trying to do is make sure like where's the point where everything goes wrong and he's going to fix that problem. Amazing. And so like he goes tries to go about it but anyway i'm only so far through it and it's really good i love how obsessive that he makes reed richards and it's really great awesome so does he go back to the creation of time itself then and just like nix it is that no what he, happens? he like at the point where i'm at now he like makes a machine and says like we're at one point in like he can look through all realities, all different parallel universes, oh, and he's Jesus like, Christ. at what point does the superhero community turn on itself? And they're like, there's like one million possible pop- probabilities of this, and then he narrows it down and narrows it down and narrows it down until he's get like twelve universes. It's like, where oh, does this Jesus work, <laughs> and what can I do to fix this? And he's like, we'll show you these, and so like, oh my god, then he and he ends up like going to one of them and like all the smartest Reed Richards have all come together in this one weird pocket dimension where they're all trying to save every, like solve everything. The council of (laughs) Reeds is what it is. And like, they're all trying to do the same thing is to solve everything. And so he's talking to a bunch of alternate dimension versions of himself. That's where they got the council of Ricks because it's the council of Reeds. God damn it. God. Anyway, please bring back Rick and Morty so soon. It's so good. Anyway, Hickmania is well Hickmania. on its way. Well, JT, if people want to cry themselves asleep, where could they do that with you? <laughs> they can find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for everyone on Instagram, and hey, why not Snapchat? Molly, do you want people to find you? I have no clue. I am not social media. All right. Very good. Fair enough. Troy. I'm at Troy the Max on Twitter. <laughs> you can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter. Not only on Twitter, but Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, uh, Stitcher, 
Gmail. Did I nail them? Yep. Nailed them. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Email us stuff, whatever you want. Do it. Just find us. We are anything under the sun at review review pod. Yes. Whatever. Whatever it is. Yeah. My review review pod at gmail.com. MySpace slash review review pod. That's where we're at. We're not at MySpace. We're not at MySpace. Just kidding. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Next week. Who knows what we got going on? We have a idea. Do you want to do, do my idea? We could do your idea. Okay. Well, since we're high into the feminine aspect, I am going to get on uh, Netflix the uh, anthology horror anthology series XX. Yes. Which is uh, four horror anthology stories directed all by women. I'm into Ooh. it. I'm into it. Yeah. So I stay on the on the on the female train. Right. Uh, uh, my idea earlier in the week, I think, was like female uh, protagonists, but we already did Alien. Well, yeah, I know Ripley <laughs> is like pretty unfortunately, much. Unfortunately, there's not a lot more out there. Yeah. I, the only one I had Molly, in mind was Kill yeah. Bill. Um. That was the only other one that I had in mind was Kill Bill. Okay, Kill Bill, Handmaid's Tale, but. Handmaid's Tale is going on right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, female You need to get on Handmaid's Tale, Troy. You need to do Handmaid's Tale. I heard Tale. it's pretty great. Oh, so good. I heard good. it's depressing. But. So good. Maybe, like, center yourself for the amount of, like, child issues you might have with it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trying to think. I don't even know. See, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's a fucking male it's world hard. out there. It's a man's world. But no, we're definitely... I'm thinking XX and then uh, try and build a road towards uh, Baby Driver with some... Hold on, uh, I'm Googling this shit. All right. Hold you on. Go- but uh, we got that going on and we're going to do... I think we need to break up that Cornetto thing. Or do you want to do Scott Pilgrim before the Cornetto trilogy? I, I don't know. Because then that we got to watch four movies in a week. Yeah. No, oh yeah, I want to do... Because we have two weeks before Baby Driver... Right. I would like to do Scott Pilgrim one week, because I haven't watched that in a while. Yeah. I think that should be good to talk I'm, about again. I'm going to say Scott Pilgrim one week, and then the Cornetto Trilogy the next week. And then Baby Drivers the week and after the week, that. And the week, yeah. And okay. then that sounds good. Ooh, ooh, okay. All right. All right, what do we got? We For have, a female protagonist. Oh, Hermione Granger as number one. No, I'm not going to watch oh, fucking Harry no. Potter. <laughs> All right, that's our show. Uh, <laughs> what do you got for number two? Fix it. Princess Leia. All right. I'm not going to watch all Star Wars. All right. Already did Ripley. Um, Silence of the Lambs. Clarice. Okay. Uh, yeah. The Bride, Kill Bill. Mary Poppins, number six. I'd fucking watch Mary um, Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins, y'all. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Scarlett O'Hara from Gone with the Wind, number seven. Sarah Connor, Terminator. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Terminator. Fuck Connor. yeah. Dorothy, Wizard of Oz. Elizabeth Swan, Pirates of the Caribbean. Ugh. Fuck what the fuck? All right, no. we're done. No, no. That's last a good one. list. Last, right, one. last Wait, one. Oh, your last oh, one. Make Levin, it a good one. Levin, Highly Go Lightly. Holly Go Lightly. Breakfast at Tiffany's. That's where we'll end. Uh, I was hoping Eleven would be Eleven. Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> From Stranger Things. Oh, shit. Um, that would be pretty good. Okay, so 
this is far down the pipeline in yeah. August. Yeah. The only thing we have in there is emoji? Question mark? No, we're not doing We're that. not going to watch the emoji we movie. We have to. Oh, my God. The commercials for that are just no, hilarious. No, not doing I love it. you, no. I'm putting my <laughs> foot down, no. But for August, we have nothing on the slate. And I, you brought up Gone with the Wind, and I've never seen it. I've yeah. So seen I think it. for August, right. we do movies that we should have seen by now. Okay. And so we'll just watch like old classic movies that we haven't seen or review them. All right. And we'll, we'll just we'll throw together something. Yeah. And so because we, I thought we had fun when we would throw in like 2001 Space Odyssey oh, and yeah. all that other shit. I had that fun never doing seen. Moonraker. Yeah. For being the big piece of shit that it was, I loved it. So for August, I think we should do hot movies we've never seen. Okay. For a hot August month. Hot August. But anyway, that's down the pipeline. Tell us what you think about that and give us there your you suggestions of classic movies we should see. Fantastic. Uh, but other than that, I've been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. And for Molly Pop, we are off. Alrighty. <laughs>